0: Instagram
1: uh I don't but don't, I think that, no we are off the grid Mike
0: oh yeah you're off the grid Mike you're yeah, always off that's the grid. awesome mic. yeah Mike, Mike off the grid Mike off <laughs> M- Mike off <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna like this there's a, there's a joke in there but I'm just oh uh, did I do something no we're good no we're good there's a joke in there but I'm missing it
1: that's probably good because you know at some point some of my students will probably hear about this and then yeah, they might bring it to administration's <laughs> attention, and I may be without a job.
0: Well, well let's. That's th-
1: why it's off the handle, Mike. Let's or, start no, off let's, the handle. Let's yeah. do
0: one more clap sync. At Backside Attack. At Vig Zabe. At Off the Grid Mike. Oi. Mike off. I like that. We're
2: yeah. <laughs> just going to call him Maikov. Maikov. i re- Russian now. R- related to Dudikov.
0: R- related to Michael Dudikov? Lots, of, re- lots yeah. of the Russian over here. It Michael <laughs> Dudikov. <is a, laughs> he's nice. Uh, American Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the American it's Ninja. Little, I just watched it yesterday. That,
2: that's why came, it came into <laughs> my head. I just watched <laughs> I just
1: watched American Ninja 2 yesterday. Did you say Borscht? No, Dvorish. Oh, Dvorish. <laughs> oh, friend. <laughs> a, a Colossus. Colossus. Yeah, yeah. Little Tavorich. He talks about the necron. Is little Tavorich. That is friend, right? Dovritch
2: uh, yes. is like a friend or
1: something like that? Duh. Duh.
2: Yeah. Oh, so. That is correct. Uh, actually, yeah, you were right. My mom speak, fr- speaks Russian. Get out of town. That is uh, that is correct. Your yeah. mom speaks Russian. Fluently, yeah. Fluent Russian. Well, like India is like uh, just, you know, in, in Russia, is like they're so close to each other, right? Yeah, and Russian, it's not far. Russian kids used to come to where my uh, mom's village was and they would like watch because they love, they're addicted to Indian movies. This blows my mind. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, I, I do know there's a lot of uh, continental drift, I guess. Mm-hmm. For human beings, not so much like the actual uh, the actual roads.
2: Yeah, they are. But um, but I mean, I I just didn't think there was that much. There, yeah, it's crazy. Like there's like Russian doll. Like, this Russian paraphernalia all littered all over my parents' house. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: That's uh, that's some amazing stuff.
2: right Yeah, there. yeah. Even my friend Vlad comes over and they, my mom and her, him talk. I like, have Vlad. Vlad, yeah. He they, family juice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he just comes over and they, they converse in Russian. And that's that's pretty. I just leave. Yeah.
0: I think that's one of those. It's wild when you have somebody who doesn't who you wouldn't assume speaks like a like a pretty obscure language mm-hmm. like for, for Indians yeah and then all of a sudden it's like oh, it's, fucking I know, it's weird
1: yeah I my think, mom speaks five languages well that's one. Weird. that's one of the few languages that I'd actually want to learn yeah I mean, you know yeah. Russian and German like I got German background but Russian that's that, that's always been a huge intrigue oh yeah me too I love I love uh, the history uh, the, the history of- is, mm-hmm. is, is
2: incredible my brother's a huge Russian like he has a huge Russian flag in his, uh, in, his uh, in his house he he's loves- a he's a Russian buff yeah there's something he's not telling me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's something he's not getting around to. Yeah, R- Russia is one of those things, I think, like we always, like we do know about like World War Two history and World War One history and all that kind of stuff and whatnot, but we don't really get deep into Russia. Like nobody in school either, like when we were used growing to. up. We uh-huh.
1: used to. did and we? then They went away with it. I, I believe it was either grade eight or grade nine social. I think it was grade nine, back when I was growing up anyways, used to hit on Russia pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Damned if that wasn't some of the most exciting things he Oh yeah. About, it was cool, on like, of, and the Royals. Man. Yeah,
0: that, that oh, stuff yeah. like uh, well Anastasia and like um, Nicholas and all that. We mm-hmm. learned about those things. Yep. but I mean, as far as like real good hardcore delving deep into Russia.
2: Yeah, because a lot of people, people when, really when they do... when they focus on the war, like World War Two, mm-hmm. they always focus on the Western front, but they don't they don't really focus on what happened in the Eastern front. And there's no, there's a lot of death. There's. It's so a lot was, of yeah. it's a lot of genocide. Oh yeah, like I was watching the I was, watching, I was watching World War II in color the other day. And, <laughs> Nobody talks about that. Yeah, did you did you guys know the story about the the the, the Battle of Dresden? Inform me. Uh, it's but, that's a slaughterhouse. What was it uh, who was his name wrote about that? It was a, okay. So the, the 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 Americans and the uh, and the British there was they wanted to do, they were going to do air raids in in uh in Germany and so they what they did is that uh, they want to send a message to Germany basically like basically. Don't fuck with us, basically. Yeah. And so what they did is they picked this town Dresden, which is like basically untouched. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't know that. The, but the but people didn't realize that that was actually a military complex there to like you know for for supplyings and, yeah. and for fuel lines as well, right? So what they did, uh, over one thousand planes. Just fire, just bomb the shit out of this uh, this city, and it created a firestorm so bad that people were actually like they suffocated in it. And it was mm-hmm. like it was like a fire tornado inside the town. Do you? If it altered alter the climate, right? Yeah, like it was, it became, it was like, like, it's people, like its own little people like were turned to. It was like like it was like a small Hiroshima basically yeah. that happened in this town. A lot, a lot of people don't know about it, but like if you are interested about it, just check it out. It's it's, it's pretty a crazy bad. story. It's um yeah. Kurt
0: Vonnegut, Slaughter. Uh, Kurt Vonnegut wrote that book, Slaughterhouse Five. Is that what it is? I Fucking, don't I, we read all those when we were younger. I'm pretty sure Slaughterhouse 5 is the Dresden book.
2: Yeah, because it was uh because it was all the idea of this one British uh, uh officer and he says, let's just uh he goes, let's send them a message because they bombed, because the the Germans would bomb uh when they bombed London, mm-hmm. they want to send a message to them. So they oh, yeah. they didn't bomb Berlin, they went straight for Dresden and they just um there's books yeah. on it too, and they if you can watch World War II in color that's on Netflix mm-hmm. and watch that episode, even the Germans, even like the Americans were like Okay, that's a, that's a little bit too much. It's a little extreme, there, pal. Like, yeah, that was a little extreme. So. And I would Boarding check that out more
1: too, because you know, as much as I can when when teaching social studies at my school, mm-hmm. uh, I love to kind of divert and just go off in diff- different directions, to, like mm-hmm. just relate it somehow to what we're learning about. And little stories like that, you know, the kids get such a kick out. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, there's
0: there are lots of really like when you when you think about what we read as far as fiction and movies, watch like The Matrix and, and uh, like say um, Dunkirk, all the stuff that we see is, is entertainment. But like, and Dunkirk is historical. Yeah. But there are so many amazing stories that come out of actual like World War One and Two history that I, I feel like may I don't know I mean you would know better than I do, Mike. I mean with school, like how are schools now about getting kids to really know about like real deep historical
1: data? A lot of that uh, it's 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 inquiry based. So mm-hmm. you know we give them a topic, and yeah. quite typically, you know, kids will kind of stumble across a lot of these different uh, you know stepping stones throughout history and so they stumble on it on their own and you know they'll bring it up during class and if I don't know the answer i was like, hey cool check it out we'll have a discussion about it but usually it ends up into a pretty cool class discussion just based on wherever the kids have decided to kind of take it and you know like you've got a a basic foundation for it all but I mean you know for grade nine social right now for example uh, it's it's discussing Canadian versus American politics Mm -hmm. Um, but you can hit many different points from around the world and how they kind of got to certain uh, levels of you know uh, democracy w- within each government, and you you take a look at other parts around the world, and everything can be kind of related. But it's kind of student driven, which mm-hmm. which is it's it's a lot of fun because at least the kids are pretty interested about it. So
0: yeah, I mean, and there's Google, right? I mean, if kids like we always kind of joke about how nobody knows how to use Google anymore, but yeah, like kids who want to learn more about it need to get onto that computer. And, like, really just do a deep-dive Google search and get into Wikipedia and just start, like, linking articles and shit.
1: Oh, yeah. Finding Um, out more about it. Yeah, yeah, and you make it interesting. Like, I I love discussing, you know, in grade-eight socials, discussing the Aztecs and, you know, how they got just screwed, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know, pure genocide right there uh, from the Spanish. But, um, you know, you you, you incorporate a lot of fun elements. Like, I tell the kids about how, you know, uh, they take uh, some of their uh, war... um, prisoners up to the top of a temple and they'd these prisoners would willingly go because it was a great honor to be sacrificed oh yeah and i'd kind of like say i'd describe to them the kind of knife that they'd use the high priest would use mm-hmm. get them up on there and just dig it right into their guts and, and start, they're just soaking it all in and they would pull out oh, I, I usually get a kid to sit on a table and i kind of demonstrate <laughs> how they would rip open the rib cage and then grab the like still beating heart and then i'm like yeah And then the really you know cool priests, they'd you know were really honored ones, you know, they'd get to enjoy a nice bite out of a still beating heart. And the kids are like, "Oh!" I'm like, "You like it, don't you?" They you like it. Yeah. <laughs> you like it, yeah. the
0: gore, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all love gore. Yeah. Now get let's that. all watch Apocalypto. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> man, but I mean, really, like, there's a reason people love that movie so much. Like, Apocalypto was pretty tight. Yeah. It's pretty. I mean, I think if I if I'm not wrong, I remember reading about it when it came out how historians and people who actually stuttered or stuttered studied uh, like those cultures. Mm-hmm. Like, man, some of the stuff they were doing there was like right out of like he did a deep dive into Aztec and wasn't Aztec, that was, was it to- Mel Gibson right oh, yeah Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah yeah was it Aztec or Ole like whatever he did
1: I think it was the Aztecs yeah and I I haven't seen it I've seen clips of it oh but dude I I think it uh, yeah I think it was the Aztecs yeah yeah but
2: yeah I mean but if you haven't seen it um it's worth the watch It's worth the watch it's, the watch. Yeah. it's really good yeah. well and
1: that's the thing too like say what you want about Gibson you know like when he dives into you know a work of study oh yeah he he knows what the hell he's oh, doing yeah. and you know like they ignored you know, I believe it was all in uh, spoken in whatever language the Aztecs spoke. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean. Oh,
0: I think it's actual Mayan. Yeah. Yeah. They're speaking in Mayan. Yeah. yeah.
1: So then, you know, you, yeah, you got to read the subtitles, but it adds a certain flair to it all. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would rather have s- subtitles than more listen to authentic. a dub. Yeah. Honest
0: to God, like mm-hmm. I don't remember any lines of dialogue from that movie, but I remember the entire movie.
2: Yeah. Like the, it's it's pretty visceral. And
0: the whole the whole experience is more of a visual experience yeah, than is, actual yeah, that, dialogue yeah, based It experience. is, yeah.
2: It's there's no there's no slow move there's no there's no slow moments in the movie. It's, oh, man. it's just it's just ongoing like it Holy starts. And I, it I just, wish I wasn't there. I, yeah. I'm so glad I wasn't there. I'm so yeah. glad
0: I wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, it's like a it's a raid that turns into a bloodbath, turns into like a, a missing person kind of thing. And mm-hmm. his wife might
2: die in a rainstorm. Yeah, there's a chase. Yeah, it's he it's throws got a
1: beehive yes. at a person. That, that would be pretty cool for me to show my grade eight students. Uh, however, I might have some complaints from some parents. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, maybe.
0: I mean, if I remember right, there's not a lot of real. I'm, I'm remembering the movie pretty well. It's a, it's definitely an R rated movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember it being. Like anything more than just violent, like there's no there's no unnecessary violence in it. Like the entire thing is is pretty accurate depictions mm-hmm. of
2: yeah. It is there are the there time. are scenes where it's very visceral where you're like uh, like when someone takes a knife and like how oh, you were just explaining it yeah yeah, like, yeah. You, you'd be like like okay yeah. whoa that was that was yeesh. a little bit, that was it's like, it extreme there high yeah. priest yeah, yeah. So you didn't like, have to there are moments of that but if it's like from from a historical perspective it's like if yeah. you if you kind of want to see what like. What it was like at that time and what exactly happened yeah that's that's pretty much what happened i'm assuming but like uh well it's the passion told, of the jaguar paw yeah i mean
0: like if you've yeah, seen that's, passion been, yeah, the christ, that's right? a good way to put it yeah. then like it's it's accurate because well, jesus kind of got beat up like he did not just yeah, like yeah. get a slap and on he, the wrist yeah he
1: took a beating. but i did hear that they're making a second one it's called the christ strikes back
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the empire of the christ
1: yeah <laughs> yeah we could go on this for, yeah. for a little while
0: Wait, <laughs> I, I think like uh, there there was that time. Remember when they were talking about weird sequels? Like you were going to get a sequel to Passion of the Christ. They talked about it. You were going to get a sequel to
2: Gladiator, and it was well talked about. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was weird stuff like that. Well, why why do we want that? I don't I don't know why we want to. Why you would want? I'm not sure if anyone's asking for a sequel to Gladiator. Yeah, I mean, well, I if he was going to come it. back to that the, from the dead. One, uh, yeah, the first movie is unbelievable. It's incredible. Yeah, still one of the best looking DVDs I think I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just got the 4K release, and it's so super clean. Like it's. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean, like DVD yeah. is really clean. It's, yeah. It's. It's so super clean, and it's. Uh, um, yeah. I don't. I don't need the sequel. I don't, I don't need a sequel. I, I don't want to see what happened to the kid afterwards. I don't, well, don't that's, care. That's yeah. right
1: along the lines of 300. Th- I, mean, th- I was just. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that. Yeah. You know, the, mm-hmm. the first one was just so, such a beautiful, beautiful movie to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so enriched in in terms of you know cinematography and everything, and it's so very enjoyable and. Then they're like, "Well, let's make a sequel." And I watched some of the sequel. I'm like, "Yeah, I could give two shits. I really don't care."
2: Yeah, like I didn't need to be a 300 sequel. No, I'd I would rather just read Xerxes, like the uh, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, what I do like, I mean, I I would like it if it was just called Xerxes. Yeah, if it was it wasn't a sequel. It's just another story from the world of 300. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, what's it called,
2: Xerxes? Yeah, Uh, Star Wars story. Yeah, (laughs) Xerxes, a 300 story. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I I, I just think, yeah, they're just they're they're made just for the sake of being made.
0: Do you uh do you like what I did
2: there? Yeah, I, just I segwayed I Star Wars. I segued into Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. as you were, that was,
0: as you uh, were, I I think it was well done. It de- deserves a pat on the back. I don't want one. I'm just saying I think it deserved one. It, well, was, it was, one. it was a great segue. I'll
1: give you one. But
0: we haven't. Me and Backside Attack have not watched uh, Rise of Skywalker yet. Mm. I kind of feel like because I've talked so much shit about Star Wars, it would be hypocr- uh, hypocrisy if I gave them my money right now. But uh, eventually, I'll probably get around to it. I mean, my curiosity will get the better. Okay. Well, how about this? Oh, big Mike has. Yeah,
1: Mike, go ahead. Let's. uh Oh man. Well, okay. Well, first of all, did you, did you, or did you not? Either one of you enjoy the first J.J. Abrams one, the the Force Awakens? Did you guys like that one? I
2: liked. I liked it because it was just. Uh, I knew they had to start off with you know making it familiar, mm-hmm. like making it like a, a New Hope for a new generation. So they had to start off that way. Right? And there's so was like,
1: a lot of similarities that a lot of people yeah. are, you know, and, but that's the thing is that... I appreciated you it. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it, like a lot of people tend to say when they were watching that one, they're like, I felt like a kid again. And I genuinely felt like that after The Force Awakens. And mm-hmm. you get a lot of these people that are saying, oh, it's a ripoff of the other movies. The thing is, though, is if you don't find these similarities, you're not going to appease a certain crowd. yeah, it's a necessary evil mm-hmm. exactly. and I was totally down with that. like yeah, of course, there's similarities, but really, I mean, we've got eighty plus years of some pretty good cinema. you're you know, granted that it's within the Star Wars universe, you're mm-hmm. still going to be kind of coming across, oh, I've seen this story before. So what? chew the bubble gum, just enjoy the flavor. Yep. I enjoyed the shit out of it. And then when uh, the last uh, the last Jedi came around. I remember leaving the theater and, you know, my wife, you know, it's funny. It's actually kind of a cool set of movies that I go to with my wife. So that's going kind to of enjoyable. So when I left the theater, she, she looks over to me she's like, What'd you think? And I'm like, I honestly don't know right now. Mm-hmm. So I left and I stewed on it and I thought about it, you know, like just the last wink of my eyes before I fell asleep. I was still thinking about it and just analyzing. Woke up the next day. I'm like, I liked it at about a 65 to 70% rate. There was about, you know, 30 to 35% of it that I had huge issues with. Mm-hmm. But. You know, like for for example, like th- th- one of my my biggest issues to, to do with it is the casino part. Yeah. I cannot stand the fact that they made it very much like an Earth casino. Like that's, tuxedos. Yeah, tuxedos. I and, didn't need
2: the tuxedos, man. Yeah, there's like, like, there's like a
1: throwing dice and th- roulette and shit. yeah, yeah. A roulette.
2: of camel's wearing a tuxedo. sense it, it looked yeah.
1: very Earth based. Yeah. 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 Well, and then the slots, like you know that one alien is playing the fucking slots on BB-8. Like, mm-hmm. okay, come on. Like that. You know what it was? That, me.
0: that was that was the Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. That wasn't
1: Star Wars. Yeah. 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 Yeah, pretty much. And so that 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 choked me a little bit um, that, you know, there was such a lack of imagination for what should be out there within the Star Wars universe. They completely mm-hmm. ignored that. Um, and then there's other little things I had issues with. When I saw it a second time, I'm like,
0: yeah, I like it a little
1: bit better. I'm getting used to the story because there's a lot of people that had, had issue with, you know, obviously killing off Luke Skywalker. Um, the more I've seen it, um, and especially after seeing the latest one, I'm like I really appreciate the second one a hell of a lot more now. Really? I I truly do. And there's a few people. Uh, K. Dogg, when he's you know he'd he'd have a lot to say about this. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: good old Kevin from the lobby. <laughs> mm,
1: yeah. So I know that he'd have uh you know quite a bit of issues with this. I had a conversation about it with him about that too. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. But sorry, go ahead. Continue. Oh God, where the hell was I going with this?
0: You you appreciated it more after I, watching Rise of Skywalker.
1: <clears throat> so I, I appreciated it more. Um there's a lot of people that had issues with the other one. And I know that, uh, you know, reading some of K dog's comments about, um, what happened is that, uh, he felt like it was every 20 minutes. It was JJ Abrams sticking it to Ryan Johnson. And I honestly didn't feel like it. (laughs) I I felt very strongly like they patched in a lot of the things that he did actually quite well so that, uh, you know, Ryan Johnson, there's a few things that some of the fans had an issue with. And I feel like Abrams, when he brought it in, um, he wasn't sticking it quite to uh, Johnson. Rather, he was kind of going with the fact that, yes, this is what happened and I'm going to run with it. And he did yeah. it in a very, to me, a respectful kind of a way. So um, well, that's
0: cool. I mean, because that, that really feels like when you're reading the articles about it, mm-hmm. all the articles like uh, was it the Terio criteria who wrote it and JJ Abrams. Everything is about how like, well, this is how they fuck Ryan Johnson's story. Like yeah, that's what it, that's what all the articles are trying to trying to push the narrative as, right? Like they they deliberately went out of their way to piss all over Last Jedi, like the Rose thing, how she's just like 76 seconds of screen time.
1: You know what? And so be it. I've got mixed feelings about that too. Um, but what, what you know, and there's there's more filmed with her. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta ask yourself: Is when there's that final cut, does she add to the story, or yeah. is it a matter of yes, this character was in the last one, and we've got to give her screen time?
0: Here's the thing about her mm-hmm. that I kind of feel like all all throughout: I don't think the performance that she gave in the Last Jedi was bad, but I think she was misused. They didn't they didn't give her any kind of like meat. Mm-hmm. The entire story that she's in is pointless. Like you cut that whole thing out, and you've, you're not missing anything from the story. No. It's like they were just kind of yeah. like.
1: Give them a bullshit story. Yeah, well, and I think that I actually found that she was a cool character and I don't think that they need to push these love triangles within this. Yeah. Um, I think that they're very unnecessary. Because they don't want a black
0: guy kissing a white girl. Oh, who gives a shit, man? No, I I think that's what it is. I think that's a big part of it. I think that's, I think they need a Chinese market hit. Like, we kind of talked about it. Well, they're trying
1: to hit China itself, right? So they got Rose
0: Taiko, who's Asian. Donnie, Yen and, uh, Donnie <laughs> Yen and Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. Yen,
1: he was sick. But
0: he was pretty he's great. Sick. Yeah. I'm not a big he's Donnie Yen fan. About, he's the
2: best thing about that movie. But he was pretty rad yeah. in that movie. Well, the whole movie's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, the movie is good, yeah. The best so thing about that movie is the fact that you said for Jason Voorhees.
1: The fact you said he's the best thing about that movie is not a knock on the movie. It just oh, oh, not at all, damn yeah. Damn yeah. Just, right? yeah. It's a damn good movie. The fact that Donnie Yen is in a Star Wars movie, that's that's awesome.
0: And and a cool-ass character who's super memorable. Mhm. With lines that are memorable in a Star Wars is he, movie. he? And he's
2: blind in that movie, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Well, I
0: mean, is he? <laughs> he's one of the force? Yeah. He's one of the force, man. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think like there were a lot a lot of things I did with that movie that kind of felt like they were, and I don't know what the agenda was, but I feel like there's a bunch of agendas. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like. I don't know what they were for sure. I don't know if they had them. But from my perspective, they don't want to have a mixed race uh, relationship going on as far as like white girls and black guys go because they think the market's not ready for it. Wow. They got an Asian character yeah. because of that because
1: it still happens. I mean, I'd say that there's a lot of people that are more than you know. Like it's it's not even a matter of yes they should do it. It's like oh okay that happened cool. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what and most people that's, are. That's what most people are. Fans they just, are. They, yeah, they just don't want to piss off that other percentage of the market. Yeah. That you know, and that's it's stupid that it comes down to This like, is the American yeah.
2: Southwest band. You, can, you yeah. can't you can't, yeah. you can't you can't make a Star Wars movie in this in this time right now. Mm-hmm. Trying to please everybody, it's, no, It's just going to be impossible. I think Everyone what you're doing is, is you just you know, make your movie. Yeah, it's just like I, my fear is at this movie, and like like Mike you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like there's a, it just feel like, feels like what I'm gonna be walking into is gonna be kind of a Frankenstein movie where it's like just patchwork and it's like like it's, it's like a, like a Mr. Potato Head movie, mm-hmm. kind of like you know like it's gonna be and, like like it's like like it's just a series of like certain scenes just put
1: together and that's it. it yeah. I felt that it had pretty decent flow. I know that there's some critics that said oh it's jumbled, it was all over the place, but honestly, I was watching it and. um you know you're, you're able if you're in if you're invested you're mm-hmm. able to follow these storylines um, all to the one climactic point where they all kind of diverge and um, it, to me I, I just had a grin on my face throughout most of the movie you like enjoyed I, it quite a bit. I was and yeah. that's the goal though yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: here's the here's the deal I don't like again I'm not gonna knock it cuz I haven't tried it but um, from everything I've read and everything that Mike has told me of people who have watched it have told me so far it feels like you've got the force awakens and then you've got this thing that happened in the middle That was just a Star Wars story. It's just there, like The Last Jedi, a Star Wars story. And Mm -hmm. then you've got this, which is like the actual sequel to A Force Awakens.
1: But now, like I was saying, I mean, Last Jedi, I appreciate it more now. Like, I watched it like three days ago with my son. Mm -hmm. And. Funny enough, though, he sits on the couch and pretends like he just had a saber ripped through his guts, like Snoke. He loves no. that shit. So my four-year-old son just loves Snoke. It's fantastic. but he is like a
0: legit
1: pop culture fan. Yeah,
0: I mean he he's got the the whole Ghostbusters oh, pole yeah. sequence memorized. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, this thing is great. That's does the fire pole still work? Like he does the whole thing. Oh yeah,
1: right? he did this at one of the play parks. Uh, geez, probably about a year ago now. So it's like a three-year-old. Yeah. Kind of, you know, going awesome. Whole it's awesome. It's ridiculous.
2: No, is the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know.
1: I was, but I like. I was saying is, is that you know, after watching Last Jedi again, I enjoy it more now because, um, like I said, I don't think that uh, Abrams was kind of pissing all over Johnson's version. Yeah. I, I think that uh, they connected back in about three or four different ways, talking about like some of the battles that happened in Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like they actually used that as dialogue in the new movie. Uh, and I really don't want to spoil some of the things for you guys. There's one part in particular that just gave me the the whole, oh, geez, I'm a kid shivers. And it just made oh, no me way. feel like a million bucks. There's just That's good, part.
0: man. That's awesome. I'm really yeah, no, glad. The, I'm,
1: yeah, it's all, it's, you guys
0: may or may not like it, but I mean. Well, I think you're a pretty good gauge of what I like. I mean, we have very similar tastes in movies in general. Usually, yeah. Yeah, usually we're pretty tight on that. And knowing that we do, mm-hmm. Backside Attack, we have a pretty similar interest in movies as well. Mm-hmm. Except for. I'm done with aliens, and you're still clinging on. You're still you're still giving them the the benefit of the doubt, and I'm not. But, but we do. I, I, we am, a very I am going down with, with the ship. Okay, you are, you, that's just it. You know what? You
2: are you are you're way more loyal to it than I am. Well, like, how, like like how he's saying with uh um with Last Jedi, like I'm still the same way with with uh. Covenant? I'm with Covenant, yeah. yeah I went back and there. watched it. I'm like, I'm like, I like this movie. It's I like,
1: still have yet to see that one. And mm-hmm. the only reason I haven't so far is just because I there's a few friends that I usually trust that like it's garbage. I'm like, what the fuck? it looks so good. I because I like Prometheus. I'm sure it looks before that. that. Yeah, it's it's um it's Oh, you did like Prometheus. I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I thought it. it was Yeah. Prometheus is I'm, my uh, last yeah.
0: Jedi for aliens. Okay. Like, okay. there's a lot of choices you're making here that are just I don't know where you're going yeah. with that shit. Like, like I, I, that guy's I, a botanist. Like, he's
2: gonna eat that plant. Is, like, I, I was able to separate Prometheus from aliens. Like I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? This is a different story. It's a hybrid. It's, it's, it's a hybrid. It's, it takes place in the same universe, but I'm like, they're telling, they're trying to take it somewhere else. Yeah. To reconnect it, like in the future and stuff. like I get that. So yeah, it, so, yeah. it so, was like, enjoyable as its own separate entity, yeah. and then it ties in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's so covenant was the. Um, was the sequel to Prometheus and I knew that they had to like, you know, you know, appease some fans. They're like, hey, where's the where's the gore? Where's the where's the where's the, where's <laughs> yeah. the xenomorphs and like all that stuff? And I just the thing that sells me on Covenant more so than like the gore and all that stuff, is David. I love David's. And he's character. a really he's good character. Unbelievable. I love his character. Mm-hmm. I
0: think like yeah. my issues with um with like uh Prometheus and Last Jedi are the same things I've got like with like The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. for example. <laughs> It's just there are a lot of characters making choices that aren't rational for people who shouldn't be making those choices. Oh, oh yeah. you're just selling just, that character
1: yeah. short. You're yeah. selling
0: that character short. Like, the like
2: scientists in, in Covenant are idiots. They're yeah. idiots, man. They're so look at something that looks like a... A tarant- a five foot tarantula, and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Hey, and, and, Yeah, then be surprised that that thing rips your head off. Yeah, he's What's lazy writing. That's it's a, lazy. That's writing. exactly
0: it. It's a lot um, of really lazy writing. I, I just yeah. don't appreciate that. I think yeah. like there's, mm-hmm. you're doing a disservice to your characters. You're making yourself look like a lazy writer. Yeah, and you've got like you're doing a disservice to your fans. Yeah, like your fans are just gonna forget. Well, I was just reading an article about how some movie I can't remember exactly what it is, but he's talking about how I think it's Ad Astra. Oh yeah, Quentin Tarantino talking about the last half of Ad Astra. He's like, you've got characters walking around just doing things and telling the audience, this is what we're doing, and it will work. And the audience is like, but wheels don't work like that. Whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. These things don't work like that. We understand the function of what you're trying to do, and it doesn't work like that. That so you can't fire a gun in that, that much helium. Yeah,
2: that's where really you said it, because, <laughs> uh, because Brack is a uh, friend of the show said... Uh, um, you got to watch Ad astro man. He goes I know you love interstellar and so he goes, you, you're like, It's exactly the same thing and I'm like no, it's not I, I'm like how the hell is it gonna be exactly the same
0: thing? No, I like Tarantino broke it down. He's like it looks really good Everybody's kind of doing their best what they have yeah. But the second half of the movie just doesn't make sense as far as like you are you're defying physics and you're telling You know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You're defining logic and tell me. No, it's fine Yeah, it's like it's that old the old storytelling trope of like smart people have to do stupid things to advance the plot Yeah, but at the same time you've got smart writers Making poor choices to advance the plot. Oh yeah, and it's just like you're you're making everybody feel like an yeah. asshole here. Like everybody's just looking wow. the other way.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know, there's ways to look at it. Is you know, is there more to like about a movie than there's not to like? But then you get some people that just stick on one or two points and it wrecks the whole it wrecks goddamn the whole movie thing for them. But yeah.
0: then there's that's me, man. That's
1: <laughs> Last Jedi. I know that's you. That's me. It's like
0: there's no gravity in space. I just want to point that out, yeah. Last Jedi
2: people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought with Last Jedi there was a there was a lot of like. um I'm like, how did that get past the editing room floor? And I'm like, uh, and and I made that point when I was watching it. But same time, it's like, I'm watching a Star Wars movie. Like, yeah, just relax. I, I get it. I yeah. mean, like, I'm, I'm
0: the same guy who tells people not to worry about a movie because, like, you know, you're watching a movie about a guy who shoots webs out of his wrists. It's like you need to let certain things go. Mm-hmm. It's uh-huh. like, well, we can enjoy that, but I
1: mean, I feel like that for the me. Leia scene. For that scene, I'm like, okay, cool. It's happened before in uh, one of the Star Wars cartoons. I can't remember which one, but Leia know, like, in Space? Yeah. It, yeah. That, so that same oh, cool scene that. has happened. And, oh, okay, so you're not. Complaining about that part? No, no,
0: I, I'm totally cool. Leia in space, yeah. like she's using the and force, her floating
1: over, and she protects herself. And rather, she, she's Darth she's Vader's
0: pretty, kid. I don't mm-hmm. see her
1: as being conscious necessarily for that. I see her as you know the force wills her to kind of go through. And yeah, she yeah. leads her hand up. And yeah. everything yeah. but it's totally cool. That mine actually,
2: is the torpedoes.
1: Oh yeah, I know yeah, you hate tor- tor- the <laughs> torpedoes.
2: <laughs> took me out, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, almost like literally took me out of the entire movie. The torpedoes
0: like, and the um the bombs when they're like just drop the bombs. Like it's space, man. Like the second you open that shaft, they're gonna
1: float away. You know, were they too? explain something along the lines of that they have little magnetic pulses that kind of pull it towards that's there. another
2: thing yeah exactly something,
1: something like that yep. does probably require but then at the same time you know as a as an audience you might be saying okay well should they have to explain that in a star wars movie well i think that i wish I wish, they, I, I, that I wish each
2: bomb had a little had a little definitely ex- require that he's had a little just like jet on, on top of it and they're, they're just pushing it down Anything. Anything. <laughs> Anything. I mean, but this way down. They've done this that this in Star down. Wars,
0: right? Like, they've, they've done it in Star Wars. When you watch, like, the the probes come out of the ships. Yeah. And all of a sudden the jets pop off and they just they float just off the yeah. yeah. Like, they've done that before. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to explain everything, but I mean, at the same time, like, when you're trying to explain to me that she's in a ship and clearly there's, like, anti or there's, like, artificial gravity in the ship. And she pulls a ripcord
2: and then they just... Yeah, don't. because they come out like like a World War II bomber would like drop yeah. bombs. Like it just comes out like... And like, if there like
1: was the, some little kind of like coloration on the bottom of them somehow, kind yeah. of to let us know that, okay, know. there's some kind of physics yeah. involved with it that's yeah. pulling it down...
0: That whole scene is stupid, man. Yeah, like, but, I mean, we're we're and
1: that's we're one, those, it, one things yeah. that you're you're allowing yeah. it to
2: I think I I I think so. With with last Jedi, there was just so many scenes that just took me out of the movie. And that's that
1: the was problem. It. That was yeah, just yeah.
2: the only thing, right? But like visually speaking, the movie looked incredible. Like it was uh, mm. it was a it was a visual feast. It like, that looked, looked beautiful. That, the movie was a great looking movie. Like the the last battle on that plane was like was incredible.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. as, as if you watch that movie, like um, and you put that up there, say with things like Fury Road, or um, the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. You can't say it doesn't look amazing. No, at all. I'd- like, the
1: locations are beautiful. Mm-hmm. The effects are beautiful. The puppetry is beautiful.
0: Everything about that movie looks incredible. Luke's little lair looks awesome. Yeah. Everything looks great. But, I,
1: they they, uh, they made it far too political for, for my liking. Easily. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that's... Not, like I said, I was sitting at a, uh, you know, after leaving and you know checking out for the first time, about you know thirty to thirty-five percent I didn't like. Mm-hmm. That, that's up to probably about twenty percent now. Like that's it gets after up watching it a few times, and especially after watching the new one, I, I feel pretty all right with it because mm-hmm. there's I've, I I'm now feeling very strongly that the good outweighs the dark. Yeah,
0: yeah, mine. Yeah. You know, that could be that could also be the um the benefit that you're giving to the story of uh for of, of Rise of Skywalker. Kind of like adding to the story of Last Jedi, right? I mean, that, that's yeah. that's something we haven't seen yet.
1: Like yeah. Skywalker's death, I feel pretty all right with it now because you realize that the incredible sacrifice he put through and then, you know, it's amplified at the very end when you see the, mm-hmm. the little boy... Who's clearly uh you know, a in user. favor with the force. Yeah. Uh, how he you, you know, he picks up the broom mm-hmm. and you know, it's kinda of to show that okay, this is the next generation, it is not the last of the Jedi, uh, just not even within the Skywalker family. It's yeah, I have
0: no problem with that at all. Yeah. I know people really shit on that part. Yeah. I oh, some fucking kid on the middle of nowhere can just use a why force not? now. It's like why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean Luke did. Yeah. Luke yeah. Luke was at one of the force, he didn't know it. If he had more focus, he might have been there
1: faster. Well, and even even uh, with uh, with Finn. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, th- there's a part in the movie where he's ready to tell Ray something and it's already been confirmed by the directors what he was going to tell him is mm-hmm. that, you know, he's, he's force sensitive. sensitive. Yep. And yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. really cool because he's been saying all the way through these movies, it's just a feeling. There's this, there's that, you know, and he's, he's got maybe a misguided understanding of how it works when he says to yeah. Han. And it's like, right? we'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Yeah, yeah. that's not how the force works. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I, I felt like with Last Jedi as well, that there was so much force comedy as well uh, just, that,
1: that just landed flat.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's some Benny Hill shit. Yeah, like flipping the thing and the the way Luke looks at you when he drinks the milk.
1: Uh, so like, I don't what, need him the flipping, milk the flipping all. of the saber. Yeah, it's made all right now with one line in the yeah. movie. I have, re- I, I have read that line. Yeah, yeah, so you know what yeah. I'm talking about. And to me, I you know that's. Where a lot of people are like, saying, oh, you know, like that's Abrams crapping all over Johnson. I'm like, no, that is Luke coming around full circle and realizing yeah. he was being a bit of a jackass because he was too afraid to jump back mm-hmm. into, you know, that's his training. own personal character yeah. flaw. Actually, exactly. I, I, yeah,
2: that, that whole flip he did th- at, the, at the and in the last, I, I didn't mind that. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, is. It was like, funny, it's, it's going
1: somewhere. It pissed me off, mm-hmm. though, when I first saw it. That's yeah. one of the things mm-hmm. that legitimately pissed me off. But after seeing. The newest one, I'm like, okay, that's really cool now because it makes of the, sense. Well, and because of what he says. It's just, you know, he's he realizes that, you know, there are so many issues that he had with, you know, training and he mm-hmm. feels like he failed the whole Jedi. And he says that, you know, the Jedi are nothing but failure if you look at them. Yeah. Um, well, there's that really cool
0: meme that came out last week or so mm-hmm. that had, uh, it's got uh, Luke talking about, or the fans talking about how, like, you know, it's betrayal to Luke's character mm-hmm. at the end of Return of the Jedi that he would become this hermit. It's like, well, you know, what's his name? Obi-Wan. It's got a little clip of him. He's like, well, you know, my my, my student turned to the dark side and I fucking ran away to a desert mm-hmm. and changed my name. And Yoda's like, yeah, my, uh, I didn't see Palpatine as a Sith and I fucking went to Dagobot and hid for years. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, of course Luke is going to, you know, he's going to have his little Jedi unit there. They're all going to go bad. And he's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, Later, yeah. homies. It's in line with the the Jedi Masters to run and hide and shit goes bad.
1: And I mean, really, a lot of that is aftermath of what happened uh, when... Most of the Jedi were taken down in *Revenge of the Sith*. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's ninety-eight percent of all Jedi that are obliterated, and yep. there's like a handful left that we know of. It's mm-hmm.
0: pretty canon, like among the the Star Wars comics too. Yeah, like the, the Jedi Order 66, run and hide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Order sixty-six happens, and if you're left, you run and hide. Oh yeah, the Jedi are notorious for running and hiding. Oh yeah. And changing their name.
1: Well, and they need to. They need to. You know, they're still watchers. They're still aware, and it's evident as Obi-Wan comes out, you know, Mm -hmm. help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. No, no, but what what I mean is, it's
0: not a betrayal to Luke's character.
1: No. That he took off he Mm -hmm. went into exile. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's, I
0: failed, I go into exile.
1: Mm -hmm. And then the the whole come about, remember I said, I was saying to you guys that there's one part of that movie that just gave me, it just, I'm a little kid shivers, it just made me feel so good. Mm -hmm. It has to do with that part when when, uh, Luke comes back, there's just one part that comes full circle, makes you feel real damn. That's cool. pretty good.
0: Oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll tell you, like, there's not a lot that surprises me, but even that Yoda scene, even knowing that it was coming mm-hmm. in Last Jedi, man, it still
1: hit you. It
0: ca- because it came like out of nowhere. Really, mm-hmm. I knew Yoda was in it because I saw that little um, the commercial where like Yoda's is a force ghost. Yeah, and then when he showed up, like, holy shit, it's Yoda! <laughs> and, <laughs> ah, yes.
1: and it's that just that made everything so right. with yeah. that to me, like, it's just you'd have thought. I just there's
2: a, the thing is like I've watched uh, a lot of videos on like people who have seen it, like the, It's like, and a lot of people who like. The just diehard Star Wars fans are just like totally shitting on this movie, right? Yeah. And then... But I know I know of one thing I just want to see just from just from a spectacle standpoint. Um, I know what happens in the first... I'm pretty sure it happens in the first couple of minutes. Um, and correct if I'm wrong, but I think there's a scene where Palpatine just like... Just through the Force, you think he raises Star Destroyers out of the water? Mm-hmm. Is, is that correct? Well, does. If I'm not wrong, doesn't he have a fleet of star destroyers?
1: He's got a fleet of star destroyers, and I'm not sure that he himself raises them up. I mm. think more it's a, it's more along the lines of you know he's given the signal. The, time, he's given time the, time the to signal. The okay, yeah. okay. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it as him lifting. Them. Yeah. Yeah. But damned, he's cool in that one. Like it was.
2: <laughs> my, Look on your face, James, man. That was a, a challenge. Oh, like <laughs> now,
1: I want to see it. Like the second you did it, I'm like, yeah. oh, now we have to see it. Yeah, he's. It's so cool, and they don't wait long to show him and to kind of you know jump into it. Like is it the, in the in the first like pretty much the first five minutes. Five minutes, or minutes so. right? Yeah. yeah. and it's really cool. Like I was, you know, my son's, you know, f- you know, not quite four and a half yet, but he loves Star Wars. Has for a couple years now. Um, he loves all the dark characters. He's loved the Emperor for like <laughs> two years now. And kids him, love like, patricide well <laughs> yes yeah. i told him i'm okay. like i'm like you know the emperor's in this new movie he's, he's all jacked up he's like oh dad can we go see and he knows he knows the name of, i told him once i'm like what the name of the movie is i'm like it's it's rise of skywalker huh. you know like three weeks later like rolling center to him it's like dad can you take me to rise of skywalker i'm like holy shit he remembers that because uh, he wants to see the emperor does he refer to him as Sheev palpatine negative <laughs> <laughs> but um does anybody i I don't think i could take him just because in the first little bit like palpatine's pretty damn scary i'm like oh geez he looks pretty sick oh man it's awesome
0: that's pretty rad that is pretty uh, i'm i'm really glad you enjoyed it i'm really glad you enjoyed it because that makes me feel like i'm gonna probably enjoy it so i'm okay with that
2: maybe we should go see it uh i think so i think we have to go see it again I i think we have to do this now yeah after this uh crap maybe i don't know yeah we should. Yeah. Well, I I'm mean, free this week. I'm pretty.
0: I, I, I'm free mostly of too. Yeah. So, um, I think uh, that uh, that kind of settles it. We're gonna probably end up watching this. Uh, this Check show it out.
1: I, right. uh, you know, guaranteed. You, you know, there will be little things to nitpick at. I didn't find too much to nitpick <laughs> about. But I mean you you've read a lot of the books um at least growing up in certain things that are canon sometimes you got to kind of push some of that stuff aside but for mm-hmm. the most yeah. part i just i really enjoyed it and i felt like you know there's a few few things that are very much nostalgia and that were pushed yeah and i smiled and i'm like yeah it's cool i'm like probably wasn't necessary but mm-hmm. still pretty cool just for yeah. little tie-ups but, but I, th- I think i think mike i think he has the, the right attitude going into this movie. Oh, absolutely
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean just just from what you've been saying mm-hmm. totally yeah. i mean you can't, we, you can't go into it like I guess you can't go into it negative and just be like, okay, I know they're going to going to be this and this, this is going to suck and whatever. Yeah. Right? You have to go in there and be like, you know what? It's the last of it's the last of the Star Wars saga, absolutely. And just let's just
1: see for what it is. No, you're right. Chew mm-hmm. the gum. Well, that's, yep. you have what? some popcorn. And, yep. and that's our discussion when we talked about you know the all female Ghostbusters movie, and jumping back to that. And I know you hated 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 it. For myself, um, I was. Very happy to see them kind of at least going back towards Ghostbusters. I'm like, yeah, the world needs Ghostbusters. We need to have, you know, these films back out there. What I will say is that um, I enjoyed it as a movie. You know, it's probably in that, you know, 60 to 70% range for me. By no means do I consider it an actual true Ghostbusters movie. Like, yes, the same ideas are there. And I was kind of cool with that. Better something than nothing is kind of the attitude that I had. But now that that new one's coming out, oh, uh, yeah. lordy, lordy. I yeah. know,
0: right? I know that's something like, for, for in all my buddies, I, it's not on the shelf anymore, but I just, because I'm, I'm going to paint this room, but I had the Ghostbusters toys mm-hmm. up. I mean, like, every day I look at them, I'm tempted to open them up and set that whole play set up. Do it.
2: Yeah, I'm probably going to end up doing it, but ask me what's going to sit on here. Did you watch that show,
1: uh, the movies that made us? I did. Did you watch the Ghostbusters one? I did. You told me about that, and I have yet to check it yeah. out, Oh well.
0: Man, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Really it's so good. Yeah. It's um, it's incredible. And then at the end, to kind of see Ivan Reitman mm-hmm. talk about like mm-hmm. he kind of closes. It. He got well, he doesn't really bookend it, but he kind of closes the.
2: And him and Dad and Aykroyd go to the the, the the firehouse and they go to like. They go a different all scene. over. It's man. crazy. And then <laughs> yeah. to hear
0: about um, oh, what's his name's kid talking about Bill and Murray making peace with uh Harold Ramis. Yeah, Harold Ramis' daughter. To she's in it. She talks about them like you know falling apart and then come back together again. Were they not friends? No, they had a big falling out. Big
1: falling out. They I, had a big uh, I wasn't even yeah. aware yeah. of that.
0: It was just after. Stripes? Just after stripes, yeah. I think just after stripes. Yeah. Or
1: oh jeez.
2: Something in yeah. a big falling. Yeah. yeah, that's that series is really good because they go they go uh, Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Die Hard, and uh, and Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, it's, it's, yeah. To check out. Yeah, I did what you
0: did. Yeah. I didn't. I did not do Dirty Dancing.
2: I did Dirty Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that's
1: the first one, right? Like, Nobody I don't. I'll get around the to it. the corner. It. Yeah, exactly. I put
2: baby in the corner. I yeah. put baby in the corner. I turn the TV. Yeah, off. baby. Yeah, babies get yeah.
1: throw a couple of buns the, that are on left on the table. Just throw them in. Just toss there, man. Have a bite, girl.
0: but but. Ghostbusters does look incredible.
1: That trailer I, yep. I didn't think it was gonna be quite that good. Like to me it hit all the right notes. Um
0: Here's the thing mm-hmm. about, about Ghostbusters in general. I know like we talked about how I was not a big fan of the the all female one. Yeah. Just because there was Okay, when you watch Ghostbusters, the first one, there are male characters and female characters. Yeah. And Janine is a bit of a goofball, but she's mm. never treated like a piece of shit.
1: No, and it's, it's it seems like real people having true... Exactly. Naturalistic, comedic exactly. points. And then this one Everything was is just incidental. very trivial. Yeah. In the female one, that's why it's a different feel too, is that... Yeah. The way the the way the ladies speak in it, like yeah, it's funny, and to me that's enjoyable. But it's not the same entity as what Ghostbusters, no, because no. no one talks like that. It's super forced.
2: No. The jokes go on way too long, and yeah, they they don't have that. They don't have that, that comedic like, uh, like, unity, unity Gel? that the, they, they they could just like bounce off. Like if, when you watch like bill murray and dan Aykroyd and just watch the first they, scene they, they, harold it, it feels like those are natural conversations they're having
1: yeah. <laughs> well they dick with each other they all dick the time each other and, yeah and
0: i feel like everything that was said in that movie was just kind of said in that movie yeah and like all the responses were just kind of like i feel like it was completely improvised
1: I yeah i was gonna mm-hmm. say that uh from what i i know about it that there was a decent amount of it that is improvised mm-hmm. but you got three very well uh three of them are very incredible um you know comedic performers yeah well second city second city snl snl i mean
0: you you pretty much had like the top level of national lampoon second city and snl just bouncing jokes off each other. Yeah. I know by it's Ivan Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, they, they knew when they were making that movie, it was going to be a huge hit. They, mm-hmm. they knew it. They had like gold on their hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, they
0: they must have felt
2: it.
1: No, oh, it was just they a knew it. Sketch on Saturday Night, Live, and then yep. they kind of ran with the idea because they knew that it was going to be something. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, it was it was incredible. Yeah. I I really I love the first one yeah. so much, that, and that's why I feel like the the, the all female one kind of betrays that. I think the, the thing, feeling. Right. I think
2: the reason I hated that I didn't I I didn't really want to give that movie a chance. Mm-hmm. The reason being is that they. And it had nothing to do with they were all female. No, um, it had nothing no because to do with that. I went in really wanting to like it. Yeah. And I, I did not like it. My whole thing was that they waited so long to make a Ghostbusters movie mm-hmm. and that's the one they made. That's what we got. Like, you know, they, like, this is when like uh Herald Rims was still alive. They, they, they had so much opportunities to make these movies. Wow. Whether Bill Murray wanted to make it or not, there mm-hmm. was like, there was so many roadblocks. Like, we did get that game though. Yeah. And, uh, and at th- and then they made that movie. Yeah, I just feel like it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, and so, um, like granted, I didn't see that movie, so like I can't really comment on. No, here's how, he good how I make was. peace with it, though. Yeah, but.
0: I make peace with it the same way. I don't like the new Ninja Turtles movies. Mm-hmm. Like I, I fucking oh, hate yeah. those things. Fuck. But Ninja Turtles is a multiverse. We've always known that. Oh yeah. For the is. longest time, it's like we've got our '80s Ninja Turtles who have interacted with the Eastman and Laird comic Ninja Turtles who have interacted with the Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles. <laughs>
2: I mean, they they. All... Yeah, that was
1: crazy. That yeah. was a cool yeah. episode. I that was a cool that. episode. That was like one of the few episodes of that cartoon series I saw. I just happened to be flipping through. I'm like,
0: no way. Yeah, the mm-hmm. new the new Nickelodeon one, yeah. the 2015, whatever it was. Yeah, like it's great when they have Unreal. that flashback and they go back in time and become cartoons. Like, what is going on? Why do we look the way we look? Like all of that is a multiverse. So I'm cool with it. Now that's how I'm cool with uh, the female Ghostbusters.
1: Well, they've said that it's parallel dimensions, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, I I mean, for me, I blame Sony on that because they you know, Akroyd and. Uh, Harold Ramis, they ha- and they even got Raymond in on it too. Where the three of them were like, "Yeah, we can do another one." And they just kept on waiting on Billy Murray. Yeah, mm-hmm. the story that they had, um, you know, you hear a little Ghostbusters snippets. in hell. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah and, and you know, with uh, once again dealing with uh, parallel dimensions and such, but. They had that on the table for like ten years. Ten years. Mm-hmm. Easily, and yeah. That's that's Sony's bad, you know, like yeah. and mm-hmm. and that kind of draws on your point of this is what we got when it comes to the female ghost mm-hmm. Well, we could have had yeah. one with Harold Ramis still alive. Mm-hmm. And it would have <laughs> been way better received. That yeah. would have been
0: so good. God it would have been so good. But like you said, I mean like I know we we shit on um kids in movies a lot because it's rare to get like a good a good kid's performance in a movie. Like mm-hmm. I think also it, it
2: mm-hmm. was phenomenal. It was it, it was like Stranger
0: Things is incredible like we're finally getting there now like Predator felt a little bit forced but this one feels like I can't wait to see what these kids are going to
1: do with all this gear well you got kids that are popular that are actually good actors actors, Finn Finn Wolfhard
0: Finn Wolfhard it Mm -hmm. feels like Goonies right Mm -hmm. Yeah. like I feel like this is Goonies and Ghostbusters getting together Mm
1: -hmm. and he's got got, even in the commercial there like uh, where he's underneath the table and he's like Hey, Ma, you remember that one summer where we died underneath the coffee table? And you know, like that's that's the jackass kind of guy. I work with students all day long, Mm -hmm. and that's the kind of shit they say, and it's funny. Kids say kids say dumb, funny
0: shit
2: all the time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. and like to actually feel, make it feel natural in a movie. That's what this feels like. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah, I think that's why it works so well for me because like it was just. God, I love that movie. It's the 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 banter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just it was unreal. The back and forth. Like at the end when he's uh, when he's like, "You
0: maybe drag me out here." You got me in the sewer? I got to kill this fucking clown? Like, <laughs> it felt so good yeah, to watch yeah. like Kid Avengers. Did you see Chapter 2?
1: No, I'm buying it. It's... Well, actually, I'm getting it right away here, but I'm waiting till Tuesday. What comes out on Tuesday? Oh, yeah. Joker. I got yeah, to right. buy Joker. I haven't too, seen yeah. it, but I'm, I, everyone I've talked to, I'm just going to own it.
2: Actually, I, yeah, because yeah, I... I, subscri- I this one youtube channel i subscribe to this guy he just reviews um physical media like uh, mm-hmm. like 4k like movies and stuff dead formats yeah and he said he 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 just <laughs> said um he has the joker 4k and he said this is the best blue this is the best one i own really he said it's, it's this in 2001 he's like this you know, is like, the wow. just yep. from watching the
0: commercials yeah. though I, I haven't seen the movie but i mean as far as the way it looks like it was shot and the colors it's beautiful it, it looks gorgeous it's beautiful like the yeah. whole he's a weirdo in that whole dance sequence you're yeah. uh, what, what, what's his name
1: joaquin phoenix uh-huh. joaquin
0: phoenix no, no 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 yeah the way i, say, uh, phoenix. Kwan, yes.
1: <laughs> I, I saw what you're up to there i yeah, can't exactly. refer
0: to him as his real uh, no it's
2: always going woke one yeah the uh, yeah that um uh yeah that whole dance sequence to uh doctor yeah, he's, who is like oh, it, it's crazy yeah and uh um yeah you know, you know there was actually an alternate ending to that to that movie. really i heard yeah um I will not spoil it for you because you haven't seen it yet. All right, though. cool, cool. Yeah. Um,
0: man, I was just thinking about an alternate ending to something that was out there that we we were just talking about. It. Oh, not alternate endings. But I, I finally, I never got around to it. I, I, as as far as being like an old school Star Wars fan and all that kind of crap, I saw the the stuff when he's in the cantina talking to, what's his name, Biggs?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful scenes, man. <laughs> like when you see that, that was cut out of Star Wars. yeah. That's like some real solid character building for Luke.
1: That was the studio that made that choice for Lucas. I know, right? And there's a lot of stuff like that. So in, in some ways, we're very blessed that the studio did things that they did. Yeah.
0: I guess, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed the way he was talking about like, you know, like keeping your voice down. Just me my voice down. Look how I down my voice is.
1: That's something like, that some should great- have been in it though. Like you said, character development, that's huge. Yeah. Um,
0: oh yeah. It makes him super likable because mm-hmm. like he becomes, and that's like the, uh, I always feel like Luke and, and going back to Ghostbusters, Ernie Hudson, um, what's his name? The character, Ghostbusters, what's his name? Winston. Edmore, Winston, Winston these, these are, they're us. Mm-hmm. There are view. There are like doorway into the world. Like when you have to explain it's that. Your yeah, yeah Winston is, is us. It is because yeah. like mm-hmm. when Egon's telling the like uh, character what's happening when you put. Or Ray, when Ray's telling him mm-hmm. what happens when you put the ghost in the trap. Mm-hmm. He can't explain that to Egon. Yeah, because Egon already knows. But like, what are you fucking telling me for? Yeah, I know, built the thing.
2: Even when he's talking to the commissioner, he's like, when they got arrested. Yeah,
1: he's like, yeah. He goes, see I see shit that'll turn you white. white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Which could be taken so many ways. Exactly. It's just <laughs> awesome He's serious. He's dead serious. It's not like a white versus black joke. He's just no. That's what he has. Like we need the to be told like, what's happening
0: <laughs> Yeah and it's great to have those characters And to like be able to connect to like Luke in that way Like you feel like that's how we would interact With somebody telling us about all this There's a war going on man I'm in a galactic civil
1: war Yeah,
0: And Luke is like oh I gotta get out there
1: Yeah that's all World War One right there it's like, Yeah let's go for the adventure of a lifetime Watch your friend's head get shut off and shit Oh that's a lot of PTSD
0: No wonder yeah, Luke yeah. went and hid in a you know, friggin
2: Poor, actually, you know it's, it's it's really weird that cuz you know when there's when studios get involved in the movie and stuff like that, people are like, "Oh, that's a studio decision." I know they, they there's a reason why they they put, you know, that uh like a, that uh the uh, rose in that movie mm-hmm. for, for last jedi to appeal to the uh, you know, China market and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, there's one character where, like the uh, who's one of my favorite characters in the sci-fi movie that um was a, was a decision made by the studio which actually made the movie hundred times, like way better. Without the, without this, without that move, the please movie don't say terrible. Roy Batty, huh? Please don't say Roy Batty. No, close though. Oh, who was uh, it? It was Ash an Alien. Oh, get out of town. He was not supposed to be in the movie at all. Really? That the studio said we have to put like an android in there So like that was their that was their idea. He was just the idea of getting a sci-fi robot. Getting an android in there, yeah, and like, that whole that whole thing was written by the studio.
0: Now, if we didn't have him, we wouldn't have had Bishop.
2: Exactly. That's wild, man. Yeah, the whole idea of the that android cool. in the Alien universe was, mm-hmm. was all studio I idea. I
0: yeah, well, I do dig it And I mean like When you think about The connection of Whalen Yutani To uh, what's his name The guy whose name We can never remember Blade Runner The guy who created The robots We can never remember His name we're, <laughs> we're, like, We watch this movie Incessantly And for some reason We <laughs> brain fart Every time we gotta Remember his name More human than human The, the guy with the glasses The slick back hair
1: R- Rutger Hauer
0: No nah, not Rutger Hauer He was made by the dude Oh, The dude who lives In the pyramid yeah, Continue conversation I'm gonna but, have- I mean, Those are like We wouldn't have Those connections If that mm-hmm. wasn't there but uh, that's cool, man. I uh, I do I do enjoy a good unhindered, like un, unencumbered sci-fi movie. But every mm-hmm. now and then, get weird shit like that. Yeah, get a, get a weird studio interaction. So uh, this is kind of. Like in a way, our year end episode. Even though we are already in, what's his name? Alden Tyrell. Ty-
2: Tyrell. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I can never remember Tyrell. Tyrell Industries. Tyrell Industries. I can never remember that. I just watched Twenty Forty Nine the other day too. Oh, ah. still, still, still. Ah. terrible. Um, embarrassing. It is embarrassing. As I was getting to though, this is kind of like
0: our year ender. Yeah. Go and ahead. Yep. into the new year. Today is the second, third. Today is third. Second. 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 Jeez man already huh mm-hmm. I was already jumping into the third but we are uh, we're in a new decade and i don't want to do one of those stupid like looking back at the uh, last 10 years this is what life was like in 2010 yeah. I, I don't want to do that kind of shit
2: i actually got a phone call from sandy on uh, the first when he got back and he's like fuck <laughs> 2019 2019
0: <laughs> was awful <laughs> 20, man like the last few were kind of shitty right like pretty much like uh, the year when david bowie and prince and everybody died that was sad like from then to now we've just been riding a wave of
2: just like Two of my musical heroes are dead. I was like, mm, right?
1: jeez, yeah. oh, oh, That's yeah. my son. Huh? That's my son. We're watching like all the... He loves Queen. He loves the Tragically Hip. He loves uh, just just <laughs> countless other like really cool things. And he'll be like, Dad, are Foo Fighters still around? Are they still alive? I'm like, yes, yes, they are. He's like, can we see them? Yes, yes, we can. Dad, can we go see Tragically Hip? No, son, we no, can't. No, son, we can't. Dad, Dad can we go see David Bowie? No, <laughs> son, we can't. Dad, can we go see Queen? Yes, just not with Freddie Mercury. <laughs> but we have seen Queen together. Oh, one of my top uh, shows ever. I love it. Adam Lambert. Yep.
0: And I can't remember a show. Yeah, I mean that was maybe like outside of watching The Hip for the last time. Mm-hmm. I I I have like a lot of guilt over that last time we watched Tragically Hip. Yeah. Because I uh, I made a comment. <laughs> like, I know I'm gonna see them again. Mike's like, I'll see them every time they show up. Like yep. right after that, like we never saw them again. Nope. Oh, I felt really bad about mm-hmm. that.
2: Yeah, I think the uh, yeah Queen was like. Uh, yeah, I think Queen is one of my Yeah, I think they're one of the best of all time. They're and, one in yeah, my top still, 2 or 3 yeah. for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: definitely. I mean, like uh, obviously like we never got to see Freddie. But yeah. uh, we grew up listening to Freddie. Yeah, grew up. And I think like I always think myself it's like Queen or Led Zeppelin, whoever I hear last is my favorite band.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's always up and down with those two. But watching Adam Lambert, man, he was uh,
1: I didn't have high expectations just cuz I was never a huge fan. Mm-hmm. But man Of Lambert Of Lambert Yeah But like I was a huge Queen fan And when I heard him just like You know like he He wasn't trying to make it Freddie Mercury He no. was doing his own thing And he did it justice Like Oh yeah Um I still get like little chills and everything just like when I kind of think back to that and that I just think dude. it's such a powerful performance overall oh, yeah. and the whole band like everyone it was just amazing I mm-hmm. mean
0: getting to hear Brian May play guitar live yeah it was like yeah that, that's a real that's a real trip yeah that's oh, yeah. a real trip but then like at the same time like you said to to not expect a whole lot and then this rock star comes out yeah. and just kills it mm-hmm. like I mean it's very rare that you see a rock star performance like, I think Muse is a big one for me because I'd never seen Muse live. Mm. I didn't know who they were. Yeah. They showed up on stage at Reds and they crushed it and I was in awe. And then Sam Roberts. That's how Sam yeah. Roberts come on when they came to Reds that, uh, that that first time.
1: I saw him before The Hip when they played and uh, that's when I became a huge fan of Sam Roberts right? too. Yeah. Man, and
0: that's like, you're watching like a legitimate rock star just be a legitimate rock star.
1: Yeah, they ain't mm-hmm. pretending. They're not trying to be someone nope. else. It's, it's not an act. It's and effortless. It's, it's genuine and... It's so appreciated. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then seeing
0: Adam Lambert, who I didn't have any expectation for. I knew no. he was an American Idol guy. Yep. And uh, I knew his voice was really good from the show, mm-hmm. but I had no expectations. And then to hear him go on stage and just destroy everything he did, yep. it, it was it was unreal. Like I've, I don't think I've seen a lot of rock star experiences like that.
2: Yeah, I think my favorite image of Brian May is like when... Uh, if you watch uh, the music video for... Um, princes of the universe mm-hmm. and that scene where like uh uh you know that 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 he that, looks that, like he's from that a... that, that concrete staircase yeah. when uh ramirez and Kurgan are just like fucking just beating the shit out of each other mm-hmm. he's on top of this that, that 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 concrete staircase and he's just ripping the guitar and he's doing the solo. i love that that's just, it's, it's like crazy he's, and he's playing, to valhalla. Yeah,
1: playing that, to valhalla yeah and that's how i felt when we were kind of watching him and doing his yeah. solos you know in concert it's like you're listening and enjoying and just it, it's just a wonderful thing and then all of a sudden you're like who is that? Like that? Like, do I really know who that is? That's like a friggin' rock god oh, yeah. that yeah. is just going there.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm so glad that you told me to go see that show. I, I couldn't believe that. Like when you're watching Brian May play guitar. Mm-hmm your brain can't comprehend that you're watching Brian May play guitar. Yeah,
1: it's Brian May. Yeah. Well, and just genius on the guitar too. Mm-hmm. Like he's how old and like that thing, like he probably sleeps with the damn thing. It's oh just- yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Like when he played Days of Our Lives. Like <sighs> the, the solo and he plays it and you're you're watching his hands and you're like, I'm oh, like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. This is a song that I play all the time. I play this while driving really fast. I can't believe he's playing it on stage right now. It's Brian May. <laughs> I'm watching him play that show. Oh my God. It's incredible. Oh, That was pretty great. So, not to segue too hard, but uh, do you guys have any takeaways from the last uh, the last decade? What was your what were some things that hit you guys right in the in the feels, in the belly? Anything that anything that you did last decade that really made an impact on you personally? Well you got married.
1: I got married, I had a kidney transplant, I had You had a big one. I had a big yeah, you know, this, <laughs> this one messed up decade, man. Uh I started teaching, so I got my, you know, permit contract all in the same same uh, decade. Um, and, and then I got just two of the most amazing kids, like just they're pretty rad. They are so freaking awesome. So it's one hell of a year and there was a whole bunch of really awesome Avengers movies and
0: such. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know that a- Backside Attack is not a fan of Marvel <laughs> at all. At, I mean, this this dude, if you got I mean, yeah, you know you know I don't like that torpedo scene mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. His torpedo scene is ten years of Marvel movies. <laughs> <So Yeah. laughs> each one is one torpedo, just uh, yeah. missing its mark. You're, you're, you're the over one. You're yeah. that
2: yeah. guy. I, you know, the, guy. And, and the thing is, I'm like, what we talked about. I'm a huge. I, I am a big Marvel fan. Like mm-hmm. I'm a big. I love the comics and everything. I just, uh, um, the movies were just not my. were just not my thing. Outside yeah. I, I like, like, of no. Winter Soldier, but, but except for yeah, but I've seen, i but I've seen all. Of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen most of them. And um, for 2010, uh. Well not just ten, but like the tens. The tens? The teens. Uh the tweens? No, the teens. Oh, there's yeah, there's so many things. I just uh um Yeah, I just got to like one thing is like, I just got to see like a lot of the like, a lot of my favorite bands that I've always wanted to see. That's right. Um like, I got see Depeche Mode t- tons of times, I got to see Massive Attack, I got to go see um yeah, there's just um like I got to see Wu Tang clan, like mm-hmm. all stuff. So like there's that stuff. Personal things. Personal things aside, like you know, I really got into like nutrition, getting myself in better shape, and uh, get really into making, working out, and that kind of stuff is part of my my, my life now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <clears throat> 2000, 2020 is like I think that's this is the year I'm gonna finally. He's a beefcake. <laughs> And all my strength is gone because I got sick.
0: Oh uh, yeah, okay, you reached over and you, so you grabbed his arm, It's almost like you, you got
1: knife muscle. You pulled,
0: you pulled the chi us, like right out of my touch. Yeah, I'm,
1: like, I'm sweating
2: now. God. Yeah. The um, <laughs> you vampire. Yeah. So I think 2000. So I think that, that for 2020, I think uh, um, the big change I saw, um, especially the one that um, kind of took me by. Um, that, th- that, kind of, that kind of happened like really quickly that kind of like really got into um i guess that really got into society was these movements yeah and there were re- a lot of movements there was like decade like, like just like um and looking back on it now and just thinking about like like the, the me too movement uh, for women black lives matter the lgbtq like that um that like the, the, all those things just like just really like everything just got swept up There's and then bad. like um um, and then starting from Harvey Weinstein and like that from there, it's just like, it's just opened the floodgates to all these things. And C.K. yeah. And Louis CK and like, and this is the downfall of all these people. And I think, uh, with, with mm-hmm. that, it was just, um, when you think about how you used to think of like how you used to be, re- how you used to act, when it would come to like, what mm-hmm. you used to say about women and like, you know, you, th- you think it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a big deal. Now you're looking back at it and be like, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that or. So different you have a different way of thinking now because like oh, yeah. it's a different way of like oh, I can't really say that now. Dialogue.
0: It's, Dialogue like I mean like things the, have, cha- uh, things the have changed. The vernacular has changed, right? Vernacular the Things has changed, that we yeah. like are our everyday vernacular Things that we would have just calmly yeah. said it's a ten bit years of a ago.
1: Tightrope balance, though, too, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's you know in what so am I many allowed ways. to say now? Like yeah, mm-hmm. it's a bubble wrap world, yeah. and yeah. you know, uh, on one hand, you know, it's like, yeah, that shit should never be said, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> on the other hand, it's like it's a clear joke. It's clearly you exactly. know in front of a certain group of people that appreciate that joke. There's no harm intended, and yet you'll get some people that exactly. like, you can't say it's that now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so
2: line, so different. So lines have been drawn, like they've been extended or they've been drawn back. So like it's like you know what can you? for lack of a better term, like not what you can get away with, but it's more like a, what is appropriate now. Yeah. So like it's... Well, it's a lot
0: more virtue signaling. Like, like what, Mike was saying too, like there are people out there who are just watching what you say all the time because yeah. they want to they get that points for calling you out, right? Yeah. They want their status to go up by calling people out who've said something.
2: Yeah. So like, yeah, you can't like really, you can't go all out, but same time it's like um, when people are Who are too sensitive You know like, Sometimes you just want to be like you know, like, What the fuck is wrong with you Like just shut mm-hmm. up Like no, no one cares about How extreme you are Left or right And stuff like shut that Shut up you yeah,
1: retad Yeah You like, can't say that anymore No unless you're referring To the we- weather In which case you say Oh it's retarded outside Yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> Yeah
0: But I mean in a way That's good in too In a Boston accent It's retarded Retarded <laughs> There are people out there who, who would use that In a way to refer to somebody In the most derogatory way Yeah Like yeah. in their mind They're saying that To be hurtful to somebody Who's probably got Like real issues
2: Yeah Politics have gotten I think they're They're way out of control now uh, mm-hmm. They're just um, Just the Just the extremes Have gone Way too extreme
0: I always feel like um, That's the one thing In my head About like the, the the tens It felt like We were all Still in the middle Like we're in a valley You got these two wars On two hills but Yeah They're not strong enough To get their weapons All the way across
2: Yeah They're hitting us yeah, yeah that's they're, the they're destroying us in the middle. Yeah, I, that, that's the thing too. It's like I don't know where the middle is anymore. Well, we are the middle. I mean, I think it, I've, I've well, seen. I, I, I think I think we we can comfortably say that because we've we've kind of been there. But I think yeah. like for a lot of people, especially like in places where politics are just like they're just drawing people apart, mm-hmm. especially in the United States. Like you know, like who can say honestly that they're what is what is their definition of the middle? Yeah. So like, uh, if you are far left, you know, what is your middle?
0: Yeah, no, it's true. And what is their definition in the middle? Yeah. Because, I mean, that was a great point. Like, Roseanne, when she got taken off the air, yeah. she made that really good point about how, like, I was always where I've always been. because mm-hmm. you guys went so far the other way that now I look like I'm way right and I'm really not. Like, I'm not as far right as you think I am.
2: Yeah. Gr- like, groups and like, people who have joined groups of, like, and, like and stuff like that who have decided, mm-hmm. like, they're the ones who are going to dictate, like, you know, what um what what is what is it's okay to say this but you can't say that yeah and the so, war on free speech exactly so I mean, it, there is a legitimate war on free speech yeah and then you have like the, and then people who are um it's 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 become it's made people like 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 uh Sam Harris uh, mm-hmm. Chris, uh, Christopher Hitchens who pa- sadly passed away um in the last decade I believe right yeah like yeah. Ben Shapiro and all these guys right like these people who are um who who, who want to sit down and have rational conversations about like you know what is like, uh, he, you know, what is, what is, what is it okay to say now, mm-hmm. right? So, and then, um, yeah. I think, so. I
0: think there's a problem there too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of those people on all the sides, on all the sides they all have such an agenda. Yeah. Like of, of how they're going to attack somebody else instead of having like a rational conversation. Yeah. Everybody has an agenda. Everybody's got an agenda, right? Yeah.
2: So like you really, it's hard to find out. And it's affected, it, it's where. affected Star Wars. It's affected like movies. Like it's affected everything. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. well, it's affect. look at comedy, look at uh, Mike yeah. Ward like mm-hmm. he was on he talked about it i think a couple of years ago on the old uh, the old Joe Rogan there mm-hmm. and then um just now not too long ago he got i think full charge or he has a fine of like $45,000 got to pay that kid's family mm-hmm. at uh, Petit Jeremy cuz he made that yeah, joke that's about right. the kid right yeah mm-hmm. mike ward is a comedian in quebec and uh he's he's a, i believe he's primarily a french comedian mm-hmm. i don't think he does a lot of english stuff but he made that joke about that kid who they were donating all this money to and then his joke was something along the lines of like a, i put all that money into him 'cause I thought he's going to die. Like, isn't the kid dead yet? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden everybody comes after him. And it's like it's a pretty harmless joke, really. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, it makes a lot of it's kind of it is kind of harsh towards that one person, but
1: really. And within that one family and group of friends, you know, that's the people that's going to hurt because, you know, people are sensitive about various things. Exactly. I always tell my students certain things like, um, you know, depends on where you live and everything. And I just use it as kind of like a really kind of broad example. You probably don't want to start making jokes about, you know, things blown up into the empire state building. Exactly. uh, And stuff like that in certain areas of yeah, the world, world. Right. yeah, you know, whereas you know, or the United States, they they take that shit pretty serious. But if you make that joke in other parts of the world, you know, just as like a harmless joke, well, I mean, it's it's all a matter of knowing your audience, too. exactly. Right? And yeah, in which case, mm-hmm. That's I mean, true. I bet was,
2: you, I bet you anything, because uh, oh, if you go to New York, because I I was in New York like uh, in m- last March, people there, if you if you say like you're gonna do the, people in New York are fucking they're, they're assholes to each other. But that's how they get that's how they maintain their sanity. <laughs> if they said, like, ah I'm gonna doggy dog, man. Yeah, they're like you're not doing shit, fuck you. No, but the truth <laughs> is if you're if you're in that many <laughs> people. They're, they're assholes.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you're not like if you're not assertive like you can't be you yeah, you'll be, yeah yeah, you'll, yeah. You'll, you'll be eaten alive there yeah. it's not a whole lot of excuse me can i can i can i have a tea please no yeah. it's like i want my goddamn coffee yeah, motherfucker like,
2: you're not from around here are you you're like, <laughs> nah you're not
0: from around here no i think you're right you got to know your audience yeah. you have to you have to be assertive in some cases you have to know what a joke is you have to understand that we do have the we, yeah. i think we do a right to free speech but we don't have a constitutional right to free speech in canada which yeah. is weird
2: I, I think i think like we we see that a lot on on tv and uh, in media as well like you mm-hmm. know how we when there's, uh, we have to be. Everyone's telling us you have to, like, they're saying that you have to. You're forced to be careful and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. like we just talked about. But I think in everyday life, you, like, in the workplace and stuff like that, it's not as bad as people think it is. For the normals. For the normals. For yeah. for the middle. Yeah.
0: Like everybody who's in the middle, everybody who acts <laughs> yeah. rationally. For if the, you're for if the you're the rational real and
2: you're like a normal human being and you can put you know two and two together. Yeah. You're pretty much okay. You no, can't just go around saying like, you know.
0: Well, because everybody's a sandwich board. Like well, we joked about it last time. Yeah. How, like it used to be a time when you would see that crazy person in the corner. wearing in a sandwich board saying like repent. The end is near. And you're like, well, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like that person's a loon. Mm-hmm. Ignore him. Those are negative
2: outliers. They're just but, like, yeah, they, they're just like. They, exactly. They're attention seekers.
0: They're attention seeking outliers. Yeah. They're probably mentally ill. All that kind of whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But now everybody's got a phone. So everybody can say what they want when they want. Mm-hmm. They can tweet when they want, and all the sandwich board people who couldn't do that before are all doing it now, yeah. and they're allowed. So we pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. So we're just surrounded by sandwich board people now.
2: Yeah, it's weird because like all this stuff happened within the last like, I guess. Yawsa!
1: Maybe- yeah. Holy jeez, there, your buddy! Jaw or was that your neck? <laughs> uh, that was my neck. Either. If anybody
0: <laughs> yeah. heard that car crash, that was that was Big Mike's neck just cracking on the microphone.
2: It was like. Like that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's, sorry, that's, right. that's a, loud. That was good.
2: That's a knock that Clapton was talking about. Yeah. Jeez, man. Yeah. I think, you know what the weird thing is that all Terrifying. this, everything that we're talking about, happened within like I'd say within two decades. I'd say like within like the major stuff happened between 2000, let's say 17 to 2000. The last four years. That's two, like two it to definitely four years, right? The, the boiling point. So like if hit we hit in 17. So if you extrapolate that mm-hmm. from 2020 to 2030 the the concentration of that is like the the time frame of like things happening to at that at that level yeah. is going to be even shorter because well it's like Moore's law, right? It's Moore's law. It's yeah. like it's like Moore's law for outreach culture. Yeah.
0: It's just going to double and then double and then and double. Double and double. But at some point it's going to it's like going to saturate. Yeah,
1: I, I think we'll see a bit of a reverse trend. I think so. My hope is that, that, that I hope so, yeah. We kind of see it now in comedy. There's going to be uh you know like relax Frankie says relax.
0: Yeah. I think so. No, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. But like I was saying in comedy you are singing now. I mean there was a time when everybody said like you you just can't say what you want to say when you want to say it because you're going to offend everybody Yeah. now Chappelle just says what he wants yeah, to say yeah I was about to say that there's one guy who can there's one guy who's like you know what no we're we're going to say what we want to there's say
1: there's a few people that can get away with that though and Chappelle's one of them because mm-hmm. if someone's like you can't say it but hey go fuck yourself yeah Exactly. Yourself. Yeah. you, you know and, oh, yeah, and because really he knows it's comedy the fans know it's comedy mm-hmm. Yeah. you know they're not out there to viciously hurt anyone just like we were saying earlier and it's you know there's certain people that know the difference someone comes after me and like I don't give a shit. Take me to court.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. No, exactly right. I mean, yeah. and, and it like, what is do, what, are, we, what US, are you going to do? But, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Even Bill Burr said it. He's like, "Who the fuck?" He's like, "All these groups that get together. He's like, who the fuck joins a group? Yeah, who <laughs> it's joins like, a how group? Sad as your life, you're going to be joining a group." Well, there used to be a time when, like, if you told somebody, "I'm in yeah, group," yeah, It meant were, that you were in therapy. Yeah, yeah, they're like complaining to the about the Catholic Church and stuff like that. And he's like, "Yeah, why don't you go f- try f- Finding the Pope? See what they say." <laughs> he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, we're the Catholic Church. Go fuck yourself." <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of the Pope, the Pope
1: smacked the lady. I laughed at that. Did he? Oh, New Year's Eve. She was hanging on to his uh, his like finger, his hand, or whatever. Mm -hmm. He she would not let go, and so he gave her a little smack. Nice.
0: Okay, so hold on. Now you've seen it.
1: Yeah. Now you have not seen it. I have not seen it.
0: Okay, but when you were when Mike, you were watching it Mm -hmm. before. Okay, when you heard the Pope smack the lady. Yeah. And it was the video was just starting. Mm -hmm. They showed a lineup of people, and you're wondering who it's going to be. You
1: knew who it was going to be. Oh, for sure. Like
0: when you look at her, you're like, oh, it's her. I know who it is. It's that one, because she looks like. (laughs) She looks like she's going to, like...
1: She's cuckoo she's gonna, for coco Puffs.
0: cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, when you see a lineup of people, like, waiting to see Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. you know who's going to pass out? The one who's going to faint? You're like, oh, it's that one. Yeah. It's her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look at her. Oh, here we go. There it. Oh,
1: and it was her. It was it's, her. She It, it seemed him. pretty damn harmless to me. Like, yeah, honestly, it's it so harmless. It's like, let go, let go. And it's like, literally, the way I took it is, you got someone, <laughs> you know, really that considers himself, like, father of many people, just based on, you know, like how, you know He's a huge religious leader, obviously. And mm-hmm. it's like, I need to teach this child a little lesson. Smack. <laughs> little smack on the hand. Like, I, come on, folks. He tried
0: it. But he's an older guy. Yeah. And yeah. she kind of yanked him. Yeah. And he looked like he went off balance. He could have fallen down. Mm-hmm. Like, would you pull your grandfather like that?
1: She's lucky security didn't rush the, mm. you know, like. The ser-
0: the What do they call them? The, the poppet secret service. The yeah. people. The people. <laughs> the people service.
1: Like, tase her ass. Yeah.
0: And they were right there. And he, he was not a small man. No. So he got a karate her hand. He had,
1: he, he, had a, he had a Wayne Brady
0: moment yeah. from the Chappelle show. <laughs> uh, reach over <laughs> Pope, and choke a bitch.
2: The, the Pope
0: had to smack a bitch.
2: <laughs> uh, the Pope
0: did. <laughs> the Pope had to smack a bitch. Oh, let's see what else we had this this uh, this decade. We had um, Edward Snowden leaked a bunch of shit. I bought his book. Did you buy his book? It's really good. How is it?
2: It's quite good, huh? Unbelievable. Do you want it? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm done reading if it. You're if you're done reading, book. I'll yep, read it. It's really good.
0: But I mean, there was a time when we weren't afraid of things like uh, information and data collection, like uh, your phone spying on you. Yeah. All that shit wasn't a problem. Until like this this decade, all of a sudden smartphones
2: became a thing. Yep, and now we're scared of shit like that. Yeah, um, Snowden is. Uh, uh, I wish Snowden had actually had more of an effect on people than I wish people were, more more right. people kind of listened to like what he was saying. And when you read the book, you're like, man, this is so important. It's really it's but pretty it's like, important, like, important but stuff. We, but we're so like. Like you know drowned in Amazon and uh oh, yeah. and our phones and uh everything it's just like our lifestyles are just become uh we're just dependent on everything that we're well, so do be care. scared of
0: like yeah. I made a comment about Huawei to a friend of mine who's got a Huawei phone and he's like, I don't care. I don't care man let him take all my information mm-hmm. I'm like really? Like it's it, it's, it's, the, it's the
2: attitude it's the attitude yeah
0: I mean I was uh I think a reason I got locked out one of my accounts recently is I gave them so much bullshit information I couldn't remember what the bullshit information was. Like I, my birthday is like January first, nineteen nineteen. My what's it called? My date of uh, or my my email address was some random recovery email address I just, I just invented. Mm-hmm. Like it was so much random shit out there that I tried to recover some information. I'm like I don't know any of this shit. Hey.
1: Off the grid,
2: Mike. Off the grid, Mike. That's all I got to say. See? That's that's it, man. Off that's the way to do grid, it. My OTG Mike. Yeah. Yes. The uh, yeah I would. Uh, that's um, got to be your Twitter handle,
1: <laughs> OTG Mike.
2: I think it's um I think um for Huawei I think for, and I I could be wrong like correct you know correct me if I'm wrong but like the I think if I had if I was if I had a Huawei phone in Canada mm-hmm. I think I would be I would I wouldn't be concerned just because um granted they would have they, they would have my data no matter what right because Huawei um has to answer to the Chinese government yeah so if the you go- can't trust so those if, so, if, so if the Chinese government had to put a mm-hmm. lean on to Huawei and be like you know we want we need this information on on this stuff right yeah. Wally has to give that. Give they that, will give if, it to you. They will give it give it to them, right? I feel like if in China, I think that would. Uh, I think I would be more concerned. But uh, China is just one big episode of Black Mirror. So, like, I think, like, I think I'd be more. I wouldn't care so much if I had one. If I had one in Canada. Mm-hmm. But uh, but at the same time, it's like it is. I am basically saying, I am willing to give up my information. Yeah. I, but if you have a smartphone, I mean, how much of your info is already out there? We think we're safe. We're no. They 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 have all information. But at the same time, do governments care? Like. What kind of porn we're watching I don't think so well
0: I always kind of thought to myself like it's not so much what you're watching it's it's what everybody in your area is watching but they, they don't care what you are watching. They care about what all of us in a group of like a thousand people are spiking on the things so they can like cater to the masses, right?
2: Well, yeah, but that's not, that's also true with Google and with uh, yeah, Amazon absolutely. and like uh, and Facebook. If you have all those things, you can't like it's very hypocritical to say like, okay, I don't want a Huawei phone because they're going right. to sp- they're going to have my information, right? Okay, mm-hmm. well, do you subscribe to Amazon? Yes. Do you have Facebook? Yes. Do you have Google? Yes.
0: But also, how much of your own personal info is out there? Like, what are you what are you giving them? Because there are people out there who give them all the like spot on, accurate. Like point by point database analysis bullshit of their life. Like oh yeah, they're, they're there's, there's, there's people
2: who are just like well, just like hey, here's my life.
0: Yeah, here's my joy. Yeah, they go into Facebook and they answer all the quizzes with their real name attached to it.
2: Yeah, these are yeah, this is these are my kids' names. Yeah, this, this, this is the porn my son watches. Like whatever, right? They've so got like, their yeah.
0: their real name, their real date of birth, their phone number, their face on Facebook, mm-hmm. and they they just
2: have no. They can't, but they can't. Yeah, and they can't be troubled with it. Let's say you know, like you have kids and you have like mm-hmm. you know you're you're working like you know you and your wife are working and stuff like that, right? That is the last thing on your mind. Yeah. So, like, you're just... All you want is the convenience. You don't want, like... A, I, just, I don't understand that. Yeah,
0: it's... I lie about everything all the time.
2: Yeah, so, like... Yeah, <laughs> The so, internet... I have lied to the internet all the time. Yeah. All day long. Yeah, I'm George Costanza on the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I just... It's, uh, so, like, yeah, it's just... um, But but they... But I think a lot of these companies just rely on that. They're like, you
1: know, life is so complicated. It's like, they'll just make it... They just blanket you, everything. You do one or two searches online, and then all of a sudden, like, w- within minutes, you, you take a pop on Facebook. It's like huh, well, all of a sudden I'm getting these messages on yeah. here and yeah. it's like, yeah, well, clearly it's linked, you know, clearly they're... Cookies. Yeah. Cookies. Yeah, cookies. Exactly. If you shop, if, if, let's say you shop on some, for something
2: online, if like you go on like, like when I buy like Vega online, for example, mm-hmm. right? Like every time I'm browsing through my phone or something like that, an ad pops up for Vega, right? I'm like, that's, that's on the surface of like what they know about me. Well, that's why
0: I think it's BS when they say like, you know, I was like talking about stuff on my phone, it came up. I'm like, no, you're probably logged into something somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you're probably logged into Facebook and Amazon at the same time somewhere. Yeah. And you search for one thing. And I see, you know, your shit came up in your phone. It's because you were logged in somewhere in this cookies, man. Yeah. Tracking data. You don't have to say it into your phone over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like if I say Pornhub three times, it's not going to show up my phone. Yeah. But I mean, if I go search for Viga on my, on my Amazon account, well, I'm logged into Facebook so when I go into Facebook, cookies are gonna just pop up on my Chrome browser and just show me Vega shakes.
2: Yeah, they, even like on on Facebook when they first when they first had that uh, um, that issue with uh, with privacy, but there was a breach of privacy and mm-hmm. they said you can. You're, there's an, they made that tool available where you can download all the data that they have on you, like pictures and stuff like that. I downloaded it. It was half a it was half a gig. It's huge. It's huge. I looked at all these pictures they had of me, and I'm like, wh- like I, I didn't even post that picture. I'm like, who the hell is that? And it's just meme marked on like all these pictures. That's and was, everybody who's ever tagged, yeah, my like, cousins who I hate. Like I'm like I'm like I've never talked to these people. Like yeah, I was like i to those to losers. Yeah, I hate these people. Stop tagging me in photos. Yeah, but, you, like? But, my but my please ones? listen. <laughs> but yeah, please listen. Exactly.
0: Please listen because our, our listenership might take a dip in a little bit.
2: Yeah. So like yeah, it's just it's um it's the, the, there's a certain point where you're like you know it's just it's uh you're just like at what point do you say like you know what I have to like. Just get off the grid and just be like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm done. Yeah.
0: Well, that's why you gotta be off the grid, Mike.
2: Yeah. That's the, but that's the best way to do it. Man,
0: that's uh, that's that's something. Well, I mean, uh, that's that's the choice you have to make. Yeah. Those are do. the choices you gotta make. Yeah. That's why I tried to. Uh, I tried not to go like too too deep into this whole. Uh, what about you? Well, I think I've I've been talking about it.
2: You said it was from, de- from the past decade For the past
0: decade for me What yeah. was my big impact oh, Let's see I, I didn't think about myself too much I was just writing shit That's down That's pretty, pretty selfish It's pretty selfish You know what I definitely became A more chill person this decade Yep I th- <laughs> 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 from somebody who's known me for almost what 15 years how about that yeah he's a, he's a yep <laughs> see this why I miss old saber yeah, too, actually, what? yeah you can't walk around throwing
2: chairs in people's faces all the time no though. pulling people out of actually that, and shit. that's that's oh. one thing also but two is that one of the actually one of the this is this sounds kind of like cheesy but actually one of the, the best things about this decade even though it happened in the past like two to three years uh, is the podcast? I I appreciate you yeah. saying
0: that, and I feel I feel that way too. I feel like it was really it was a a big deal for us to finally get this going. Mm-hmm. And um, after like sitting around thinking about it for a couple of years, and just like about it for a while,
1: and you're pretty jacked for it, and you're like, yeah, we'll get. We'll get you, we'll get Luke, we'll get a few of yeah. these other guys on.
0: And all the guys we've had here. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really good.
1: I mean, I can only do it like one, maybe once or twice a year just because time is so messed up. Oh, we up, love but having I you, though. enjoy the shit out of this. This is fun. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, that, that chair is uh is there. Actually, I think the mic that you are using right now, Backside Attack, is mm-hmm. actually labeled Mike Loeffler.
1: Ah, oh. it's,
0: uh, it's on one of the tabs. It's got oh, your okay. name on it.
1: <laughs> so it's like the
0: fourth mic will be called Mike. Mm-hmm. Hey. Well, we'll call it OTG, Mike. I'll cut that part right there. <laughs> okay. But, okay, please do. But uh, no, definitely I've become a more chill person this year, this last decade. I think I've calmed down quite a bit. Um, very zen. Very zen lately, more than anything else, but probably in the last four, five, six years, something like
1: that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, traveling a lot more than I used to, which has been great. Uh, Strangler and myself. Yeah, me too. Awesome. That, yeah. yeah, well, thank you, man. But me and Strangler started going out and hitting the road a lot more. Um, if people don't know, but I'm saying I'm a lot, where did that come from? But the two of us were sitting around one day and he wanted to get into a few fights. He wanted to pick up a few fights, mixed martial arts and kickboxing. And then Strangler just said, why don't we just go to Thailand and become very bad men? And we did. We went to Thailand and started training hard again. I, I I, re, I found my love of Muay Thai again after, you know, being gone for about a decade of that. And then next thing you know, I just started picking up cameras and shooting a lot more, got a new career out of it. So my last decade was pretty fun for that, and then the podcast showed up a few mm-hmm. years back, and now we're in our third season of just uh, talking bullshit on a on a microphone.
2: Yeah, tra- yeah, traveling was a big thing for me too. Yeah. yeah, you really hit the road quite a bit too this last decade. Yeah, it was um, it, it was more of like uh, um, my cousin from Vancouver. We decided one year in 2005, we're like, let's just go somewhere. We're mm-hmm. like, this is so stupid. Like we watched like all these t- shows about like people traveling to like all these countries. We're like having fun, and we're like, why aren't we doing that? And so we just decided just to like just do- turn our brains off, pick a place, and then started in Brazil. And after that, the next year we said, "Can okay, we going next year?" Then we did the European tour, and then uh, then we then we did our I did my second European tour with a uh, friend of the show, AG2. AG2, um, we were just on his show. Yeah, that was a holy shit! That was an adventure.
0: Yeah, he kind of uh, he talked about it after the show. Yeah, and he's like, "How oh, it was? Yeah, it was really it was very adventurous."
2: Yeah, that was uh, crazy shit happened. I can't believe we survived that one. Um, yeah, and then just um, uh, yeah, just just seeing all the places I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, New York was a big one. And then hopefully that's going to continue. That, that, my hope is that that'll continue in 2020. And then doing the, uh, the aerial photography and like maybe going to Iceland or something like that. Well, we've got that, some pretty
0: yeah. big plans for this show. Uh, another project that I am going to be revisiting this year um, that we started 10 years ago, actually. We've had our 10th anniversary of the old, uh, the old Chasing Earth brand. So I'm going to start going back. That became my photography angle. That became my business. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to try to turn that back into something else and incorporate that into here. And then two of us will do a lot more uh, travel photography, I think, yeah. coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Just just things that we already do, but we should be doing more of. Mm-hmm. So I think like all in all, the three of us have had a pretty good last 10 years. And the people you've known have, have grown too.
1: Amen, brother. Yep. Friends
0: are having babies. Babies are having parents. Yep. Still
1: haven't met uh, good old Strangler's child. Strangler's
0: child, child has, uh, is leaving the house now. It's venturing away from the homestead finally.
1: So he exists. He does exist. He, you know, the pictures look cute. but They I do. Mean.
0: But for a long time, Strangler was like, he's very small and I'm afraid to take him out of the home. So now we're going to force him to bring him over here, I believe, because if he, he's probably listening and we're calling him out on that and saying, so bring him to, to the old uh, Vic Sabes house. Let's, let us see your child. And we'll do something. Yeah, let us see your child. Introduce him to the world, Lion King. Yeah, let us love him. <laughs> I want. I want a Masahenya, that baby. The strangler. The, the strangler child. <laughs> the strangler child. Yes, the, the, that kid probably already knows how to rear naked choke a full grown human being. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, yeah
2: he he's got he's got pipes on. Him. Yeah, he's adorable him. baby. Yeah, if he's on the if he's on the ground with you, he's gonna put you in a rear naked choke. He
0: you. will drop yeah. you. He'll get top control mm. and he'll side choke you. Yeah. He'll triangle
1: you, yeah I'm trying <laughs> it's all over it'll be, uh, it'll be with love though oh, yeah, it'll be with love.
2: Love. yeah he'll just drool that love right in your. yeah goo gaga then so you know that's the last thing you hear before you pass out God,
0: so um, <laughs> outside of the uh, gaga outside of the stuff that we've already talked about we had some weird crap happen before the before the year ended hey did you guys know did we talk about this the British people no matter what happens no matter what happens they always pay for TV Brits gotta pay for a license, just to beam TV over the air from yep, an antenna to their home. Yeah, they and do. I they, didn't know that.
2: Nothing yep. about that. Yeah,
0: and uh, Boris, the old Boris there, oh. Boris, Boris says no. Boris, Boris says uh, <laughs> not yeah. No more beaming. Pay money for TV. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be no more. And they're they're freaking out because like, well, what the hell? Yeah, I know. We make the BBC makes a lot of money because that shit. You want to see Doctor Who? Mm-hmm. Well, Doctor Who's gonna die because the Brits aren't gonna pay for TV anymore.
2: Yeah. Even, and, uh, even Sky TV, they. Uh, everything. Uh, Formula One's going to lose a. They lost a lot of viewership. A shit ton of money. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a shit ton of money. Well, they, they use that money to create programming that they give away, you know, seemingly for free. Like, it'd be like if the CBC told us, if you want to watch CBC, you got to pay money for it. Yeah. And we would say, no. And they say, well, you know what? You lose Anna Green Gables. And we would say, so? Mm. That's what's happening in, in the UK you right can't now. Can't take Anna Green Gables away from me? They did. It's gone. Yeah. No, it's actually gone. Yep. The new version is gone. Netflix said we're not gonna fund that anymore. Ah. Anthony. All right. Shits Creek too, which is the one I'm sad about. But that's end that's Shits Creek. it has been on right? for it's a few years though. It's so been like, on for a few years. Yeah. But man, that's very a, talented. That's cast a great for that That's one. a good show. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Why did Eugene Levy never play Inspector Gadget?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the question
0: I've been asking. Just
1: too busy doing for American the last 30 Pie. thirty years. Yeah, probably. yeah right. went to one to twenty. One of the most underrated comedic. Actors, yeah. I, I just love Eugene Levy. He just <laughs> he's he's Such a sincere time. dad, like oh, yeah. it's, it's crazy.
0: Well, what's his line from that uh, that Queen Latifah movie? You got me straight tripping, boo. <laughs> 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 I mean, anybody else saying that, you'd be like, get out of here, old man. Yeah. What are you doing? But Eugene Levy doing that? I mean, yeah, it's all that's with a smile on his face. All the smile Always, on his yeah. face.
2: I know. I just let's see. Yeah. Brits pay for TV.
0: Uh, oh yeah, I, I was talking about how like uh, old people, they'll take a photo of something and be like, I'm gonna make this my screensaver. You want know, to tell them it's your desktop background? It's not a screensaver. Stop being an old person. <laughs> that was that was my pet peeve from last uh, the last decade, I guess. Oh, um, the thing we talked about people stealing from cars. It wasn't uh, alternators. It's was catalytic converters. Mm.
1: Catalytic converters. Stealing catalytic
0: converters, because there's platinum there's in there. There's platinum in there. And uh, platinum's got big money, people. Yep. We're promoting
1: model. this quite clearly.
0: Yeah, I am. Go don't, steal you some catalytic uh, converters.
2: Don't go underneath my car and take that shit. Yeah, I know where you got that platinum from. You're not fooling anybody.
0: We have a, a hookup. Well, not a hookup. We got a dude who's always been cool whenever I go down to the Longham McQuaid. Uh, I can't remember his name, but his Instagram handle is mm-hmm. KOHR36. Uh, and he just did a show at the, uh, what's it called? A New Year's Eve show at uh, the Old Thunderdome. What's the place called now?
2: Oh, uh, shit. Uh, Still got the same
0: name. Uh oh. I just drove by there. there the other day. Yeah, but he did a show there. And dude is phenomenal. Mm. Uh, if you want to hop on the old Instagram and take a look at Core36, mm-hmm. uh, check that motherfucker out because he's yeah. got some. He's a rapper.
1: He's having to do with like, tools or screws or something like that. What is that name of that place? The yeah, old right? Thunderdome. Dome. Yeah. But what. Yeah, that's bugging me now.
0: Yeah, but he was there. He did a did a New Year's Eve show there. Well, he 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 opened up for the headliner. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even bother to see what the headliner was. Cause I started looking at his Instagram, and his Instagram is phenomenal. He's a he's a wicked awesome rapper. And the guy, like every time I go down to to Long and McQuaid, this dude is always awesome. Like he's got full of information. He knows what I'm talking about. I know what he's talking about. Like he's just one of those things that you need to go somewhere and have a dude
2: who's got like got your back mm-hmm. with info. He's got our back with info. Have, have you guys ever tried rapping before? It's impossible. I can't rap. Have you tried? No. Because we we're We're making a rap track at uh, uh, my, my one of my really good friends, Jason. Uh, you know, friend you know, of the show. Friend of the show. He um, he's my dentist, and he has a he has a music studio in his house. And so Sandy, friend of the show, we're, we're uh, Jason's going to you know do the beats, and we have to write our own you know our own verses, our own mm-hmm. bars, and we're going to try to rap. With our voices, all right, which is going to be terrible. Hey, Amen. You know what? We are always critical of our own voices. I've tried rapping before. It's impossible. It's tough. I just—I know I sound terrible. I sound like a five-year-old.
0: I can—I yeah. can get through "Bulls on Parade" when it's on. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I cannot. Rap. Yeah, I, yeah. I, rage Against the Machine. I can rap to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can do rap that. To rage like, Against the Machine. Because he doesn't sound like he doesn't sound like he's black. Yeah, like, I, I can't. I can't do most deaf or something like that. I can't do that or no, I or can Method do that. Man or something like that. Chad or Rizza or something. Yeah, I don't have that. Uh, I don't have that. I don't have something something to my voice. He's I
0: think like, uh, if you want to learn how to rap, uh, you could do yourself a serious favor and start listening to Shad, the old Shad Gate. Shad's good, yeah, phenomenal. He was a former host of Q. Is he still on Q? Or is he I done think So that?
2: yeah, he does that net. He he does that Netflix show that uh, that um, I think it's uh that hip hop show. But uh, how like different parts of uh hip hop has um. Hip hop evolution, that's what sort it of sounds terrible. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure it's incredible. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. I have
0: seen the trailer for that. Yeah, it's an incredible yeah, it's really show. Good. Yeah. Hey, just start watching Raising Dion on Netflix. Better than you expect.
1: Is that the. No, uh... Little
0: Black Kid, is that Superpowers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I did not think it was going to be good because it looks like it's shot really cheaply. Mm-hmm. And um, Jack Tripper's son is the main character on it. Mm-hmm. Like his real kid, yeah. uh, Jason Ritter. So I saw that and I was like, I'll give it a shot. It's way better than I expected. It's all right. <laughs> uh, the kid is incredible. His little his acting chops are great. At first you're like he's annoying, and then he grows on you, and you're like yeah, his
1: kid's great, his ah. kid's awesome. I did see the first episode of Mandalorian. Oh, did you? Wowzers. Yeah. That was pretty good stuff, huh? I wonder wow, how many people. Man. I wonder how many people
2: ended their uh, Disney Plus account after the first season. I think, over. I
1: think there's. I think there's there's a lot of really good stuff coming from that though like there's a lot of really good old shows and uh you know uh, movies and stuff that are on there that mm-hmm. my kids are gonna enjoy i'm gonna enjoy yeah, yeah I, I i could see how you should have it because like yeah. kids mm-hmm. and everything yeah just i i'd have it even if i'd have because i there's
2: i would i, I watch it of course you would. i had it for like i watched like spider-man x-men mm-hmm. and then i watched uh
1: and then simpsons well, they've apparently got another uh, X-Men cartoon from the original creators they wanted to kind of pick up where the X-Men 90s X-Men animated series oh, is was that right? at. Yeah. so they're yeah After- they're working on it after, after the Sheer Emperor had oh. to take Professor X to save his life, uh, yeah. Gargoyles yeah. is on there, uh, and it was just announced I think two, one or two days ago that there's a live action Gargoyles movie that is in the works. Really, oh, that's crazy. I, I love Gargoyles. Pretty damn happy on that uh, one.
0: I'm gonna give you guys some uh, some fun facts here. Yep. Did not care much for the live or the uh, the animated uh, Spider Man mm-hmm. or X Men. In the you know, 90s? 90s. Didn't really care much for them. I, I always thought they were a little bit weak. I thought the, the storytelling stuff, for the X-Men stuff was really good. The animation always kind of like, they were changed okay. too quick.
2: Yeah, the, that's that's true. Like yeah. the, the scenes would change yeah. too quick. Yeah. Like they were, they were, they were, they were the never la- giving you yeah. enough. Like it got... It got it started out strong. Then yes. it gotta say it, that. Yeah, it, yeah, it's strong, good, good, good. Then it was like, it's like, ah, fuck. You could see yeah.
1: where it started to take a downturn. Yeah,
2: and I, I no, just yeah. The I last left. episode of of X Men, which you assume would be the best animation. Yeah. It looks like it looks like a Hanna Barbera cartoon. It's really bad. Well, it's it, terrible.
1: It's like the network said, okay, you guys used to have a month to get this amount of episodes done. They're like, yeah, cut that in half. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's what it's, felt. it's evident. It, yeah. It's totally yeah. evident. Super. But yeah. I feel it, like that today for a reboot, they'd make it pretty damn good.
2: Today, yeah give me like
0: 10 episodes of really good quality
2: television, yeah.
1: yeah. And Spider Man,
2: Spider Man was good. The only thing was, I could not stand Spider Man's voice, yeah. Yeah, It was, I was, Spider Man was for remember, me, was always like thumbs down, fart sound. Do you remember? I never do, liked Do that. you remember, like, I think I sent you that that, that they were, like, when the viewer, sh- like, when he was chasing the sh- you know, exactly what I meant? I do. Do you remember when he, when he had the Venom costume on, we had the mm-hmm. symbiote, and he's chasing Shocker, and he's, and he's screaming. I don't. because I never watched it. it. Okay, I'll play it afterwards. It's a, it's a cringeworthy. You're know, like, and he's like, it's pretty it's awful. Like, it's
1: someone trying to scream it's, on yeah. camera, mm. and it's, it's it's awful. It's clear you don't know how to do it. Yeah,
2: but let
0: me tell you about the two cartoons. When I was younger, and they came out, I thought were just the best. The bee's knees, balls to the wall. Mm-hmm. I gotta be gargoyles. Oh yeah Because that was phenomenal
1: Well the voice actors In the that The voice actors It's like well, the entire cast and Of Star that's, Trek That's what it is yeah. They've said that they uh, Are in early talks To get all the original Voice actors from Gargoyles For the live action Pretty rad Yep
0: Pretty rad But then sing, Can somebody Can somebody tell me That Tailspin was not One of the greatest cartoons ever Tailspin was I awesome I Tailspin Tailspin yep. was Gummy bears incredible. for me man I
1: loved gummy bears Gummy bears
0: Gummy bears was great Until that stupid song showed up I love the song The gummy Berry juice song Oh, I the was, gummy I berry was, was, No, that was dumb. That was awful. <laughs> I
1: laughed at that one, but the, the, the intro, the intro is just they, the gummy bears
0: happy. is pretty great. Yeah. I mean, it was weird, yeah. right? Because like that was our Disney afternoon, We were little kids. Yeah, yeah. But uh, damn, Tailspin, man! Tailspin I wanted to live in that little cove
1: with Baloo and Baloo. Baloo. Yep. Kip. Kip. Yep. What was it
2: Cloud Rider,
0: Cloud Surfer, Cloud Kicker?
2: Mm-hmm. What was yeah. his name? Something was? like that. Actually, you know what else is on the uh, Disney? Pl-? Oh, Silver Surfers on there too. Silver Surfers actually. Yeah, yeah. Silver lo- Surfers actually. Like, I wasn't as keen on that one. That one was really. Oh, see,
0: you know what? That's because we were kind of like Jack Kirby, yeah, um, and I, I'm Jim I'm, Starling. I, kind of guys. And
2: Super Surfer is my favorite superhero. Yeah,
1: yeah. and he's your number one. Yeah. I wasn't as I, I wasn't as big with the whole spacing. Like my mine growing up, like my favorite was X Men. I love the X Men, even mm-hmm. though like mm-hmm. my my all time favorite character is Superman. Um, but the X Men growing up, like those comics, and you know, I think it was through the nineties. Is the X Men that kind of kept Marvel afloat? Yeah, for a number of years. They had oh, yeah. they had the best stories, like yeah. uh, Age of Apocalypse,
2: uh, Extinction Agenda, Extinction, Extinction Agenda. Agenda, Days of Future
0: Past, uh, Days of Future Past,
2: really good. Yeah, yeah. There,
1: and there was the uh, the onslaught series. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Shi'ar Empire. Yep. Well, going all the way back to you know in the '80s with the, the Dark Phoenix. Dark saga. Phoenix like saga. I read that once a summer. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Man, there's there's a lot of good X Men stories. X Men always had a barrier to entry for people who didn't know it. Yeah. But if you were a fan, you were a diehard fan.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But underneath, underneath, like, because uh, every like like most superheroes like, they have the the underlying like, just like themes that we could all relate to, and mm-hmm. the X Men was all
1: about. Were just pure 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 racism, pure like it had, Malcolm we, X. Yeah. Well, Stan Lee always talked that one up pretty good. He's yeah. like, the X Men are different from anything else. It deals with real life issues. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. And uh well, that yeah. was
0: always like the, the forte of Marvel, right? Yeah. Like it wasn't so much about these like uh cosmic, gigantic cosmic entities or, or you know, dark no. side fighting Superman. Because you can't relate to that. No. But you could relate to somebody throwing a bottle at your windshield because you were different. Exactly.
2: exactly. Yeah. You could
0: relate to a bully beating you up because, you know, you were nerdy.
2: <sighs> yeah, I think that's why I like Slipers like, so Tom's much because like I just found like he he had he had the best of everything. He was just a so overpowered, but he was like the, An and the, indentured servant? Yeah, he was like his yeah, yeah he was uh uh like Galactus is like him and Galactus are my number one and two. Yeah. And like just like, every, every, how philosophical he was, he was the mirror to like to like how Earth was. Like you know, you guys are just you guys are killing your planet for nothing. And then what I always liked yeah.
0: about those stories though is like it, they were never cut and dry. Like you said, yeah. it's like you're killing your planet, so I'm gonna eat your planet. Yeah. And get something, but you're gonna save your planet by you know killing other planets. Yeah. For me, so I don't kill your planet. Exactly. It's like
2: there was never it was never cut and dry. It was never black and white. Did it, did I did I give you did I buy you a copy of surface for Requiem? You did not. <laughs> said, no, I, bought, I, I bought two copies of it. No, I, I have it on my Marvel oh, okay, good, account. Yeah. So that, that's, actually, get Marvel that's actually one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. Uh, this is
0: one of my favorite episodes of all time. Mm-hmm. We actually had a pretty fun one today. Yeah, good times. Pretty good, good, good times, homie.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, we will be coming back. Glad you made it. Yeah, I'm really glad you came yep. out. This is the grid, Mike. It was pretty great. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back a little bit different after this one because I'm going to do a whole lot of like week crap in here.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
0: we are actually finally going to get on to some more like consistent YouTube stuff. But it was just—it's just a lot easier to to do this the way we do it now. Yeah. But kind of, we're kind of being forced into a bit of a change because mm-hmm. they change a few things up online for us. So because of that, I figure why not just go full tilt, uh, you know, put our head down and just run into the wind, mm-hmm. and make that change. So we'll get a lot more YouTube content out. This the layer, the volcano dungeon basement layer of ours it's going to look a little bit different coming into next year or this year, mm-hmm. 2020. Um, like I said, we have a lot more of our own content. It's going to seep into this content. Our creative side is going to come out a little bit more. Yep. Uh, we're buying a few more new cameras and being a lot more fun with the stuff that we're doing. Hopefully, the old off-the-grid mic shows up a lot more.
1: I'll do my darndest.
0: Yeah, and we're going to be out there a lot more, too. So, we'll actually be out of the studio more filming in um, in locations.
1: Getting so, free wings and stuff like that, right? Free
2: wings and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. one we thing, have more mics now, as well. One so. thing I'd, I'd uh, uh, like to give a shout-out to is uh, The Awesome Hour. Yeah,
0: good call. That's mm-hmm. at the top of my list here. I was going to end with that, mm-hmm. but you took it from me. <laughs> the awesome hour. Uh shut their doors, turn the lights off. And they were generally awesome.
2: Yeah, they're awesome.
0: The old uh, Alec Ivan and Corbo and team and unit they had going on there. They were another podcast here in town.
2: They were they were um, Edmonton's biggest podcast. They were right?
0: Edmonton's biggest podcast, yeah. award winning. They were in View and Exclaim. I believe Exclaim View Weekly had the the podcast awards. Yeah. They were they were tops. They were um around before we were by a bit, but definitely had more content out than we did at the time. Mm-hmm. Um they were just they were shooting always live on a blueprint, yeah. shooting live all over the place if you wanted to like rip off a style you could you could like see what they were up to and kind yeah. of and they were good we're, dudes like sometimes we're I would just
2: gonna lie to you, man. We, we ripped off I sent so a message short. sometimes I'm like yeah from like uh, we're from a Berlin for for work and it was like hey man how's it going uh, always supportive yeah because they're like we're we're big fans and they were good guys yeah. anytime
0: we did any location mm-hmm. shit like the WrestleMania stuff or uh when we were at concerts or whatnot they were always always supportive always commenting uh, we went live. Whenever we went live for the shows, they always had something to say mm-hmm. uh, to, Kevin to ho- try Kev- to like push Kevin hosted lawn. them. Yeah, Kevin spice. had them there a bunch of times. Yep. So it's going to be uh, big shoes to fill with them not being around. So hopefully, you know, the rest That's of us our can kind of get it. That yep. is our job. Mm-hmm. We're, we're coming for you, number one. Yeah, exactly. I uh, probably not. Glad you guys are we're, we're, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. We, we don't care who's They're number don't care, one. Yeah. We, uh, we're happy for is number one. Yeah. We're, we are who we are. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's kind of like our niche. Our niche is being these douchebags who sit around yeah. and do what we do. But good call. It was good to uh, get to mention them. Really good. Well done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, RIP to that uh, that podcast. But hopefully those guys are moving on to bigger and better things. Let's hope so. And they said, yeah. They said, we, which don't, we don't know what's going to happen, so... And um, like we have back? chairs and we have mics and they have voices and they have physical forms mm-hmm. that can fill these chairs that we have <laughs> and speak into the mics that we have. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully they they have time. Awesome hour, any one of you, just uh, come knocking on our door. Yep, we'll be waiting for you where mm-hmm. the kisses are, mm-hmm. hers and hers and his. Three's company, company too. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think I'm gonna turn the mics off now. Yeah. Hey, so, yo, dude. Mike. Thanks for coming out, man.
1: Thank you very much. Happy uh, happy, happy New Year to everyone. Yeah. Happy, happy New Year, man. everybody.
0: All righty. You want to say your thing?
1: Peace out.